That's what my oncologist said <laughs> two weeks ago. Keep like whatever you're doing is working. Keep doing it. And I was like, you know what I'm doing? She's like, I know, and I have nothing to do with that. She's like, I, I just, I was like, I'll talk terpenes with you. And she starts laughing. My oncologist actually will talk terpenes with me. You're listening to Crafting Cannabis with your hosts, Early Bird Auto Grows, Blackwater Grows, and Reuter Allister. Hey there, y'all. We're back at it again, and we've got a guest. It is uh, Grow the Cure Cancer from Instagram. Awesome dude. Been in the community for quite some time, and uh, it was a matter of time till we got him on, so thanks mm-hmm. for having, thanks for being on, man. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Hell Glad yeah. to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself, I guess. Well, I am a stage four cancer survivor. Uh, I had stage four rectal cancer that went through my blood to my liver. I did radiation, chemo. Oh, I did chemo first. uh, And then I went back and did a chemo radiation together. And it almost killed me, put me in the ER. Uh, Through this process, I was searching researching cannabis, uh, actually anything that cured cancer, to tell you the truth. I just wanted to fucking live. Um, came across cannabis and RSO. So I, after the chemo radiation failed me, I wound up almost dead. So I started eating RSO and edibles. Like it was my job. And it shrank my tumors enough to go in for the surgeries and them to cut all the shit out of me. And I've been eating RSOs ever since, and I'm still here. It's four and a half years. So I'm almost at the five-year mark. Uh, weeks ago, I was at the oncologist, and she told me that was that was in New York. Uh, as soon as I survived all the surgeries, they said I was cancer-free. I bounced that state and moved to Colorado where it was legal to grow cannabis. Uh, up there, I was doing a black market. I was unfortunately buying my shit on the street. So I didn't know what I was getting. It was just legal, but there was no flower. It was not medical. They said it was medical and it was only medical, but they gave you vape pens, a pill or a tincture, which I mean, yeah, it's medical, but it's not going to save a cancer patient. Right. Uh, so I just learned from somebody how to make RSO and been doing that ever since. Now I've just been researching. So I've been breeding, uh, searching terpenes. Uh, I've got a chart on my wall in my breeding room or in my grow room that's all the terpenes and what they do, the strains that they're in. So I use that as like a breeding chart. I got a blueprint, I guess I would say. Just, you know, and I try and like, well, that does this and this does this. So I try to mash those together and I'm trying to make like a cancer plant for myself, basically. Nice, dude. That's awesome that you were able to do that for yourself. Like that's, that's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. It's a, that's a huge accomplishment. I mean, I'm sure you know better than all of us what, you know, the common wisdom quote unquote is regarding cancer and how to treat it. Oh yeah. Here, have some poison. <laughs> yeah. That's when I went in there, they're like, Oh, we can save you. We can save you if you start chemo right now. And yeah. that was horrible. That does such damage to my body. Like it 
I felt like my insides were melting. It was the only way I can explain what chemo feels like. That's awful. Yeah, it was absolutely horrible. I mean, cannabis, when I smoked it or ate it, it would curb that and make me kind of feel normal. But right. I mean, nothing really gets rid of that. So you said you were using RSO? Yes, and CBD. I 4,000 milligram bottles of tea, or CBD tincture. Mm-hmm. I was buying it from online. Now I grow my own, make my own. But, uh, so initially, while you were still, while you still had the cancer, you were getting RSO and stuff, like the ingredients from online? Or were you like buying bulk and flour and making your own RSO? Yeah, I was buying a black market, uh, okay. flour, a black market flour and making RSO. It was Gorilla Glue number four and... Uh, Something called uh, some pineapple. Damn, I can't remember it. Were the two okay. strains that really like saved my life? Well, are those two strains? Are they are they known to be like pretty medicinal, or are they just your that's everyday? Like, that's what I come across. That was that's what my buddy had. He's like, I got glue, glue, glue. Well, he had like four or five, but I was like, what's the strong ones? And I, I went for the strongest smelling. I went for the terpene smells. So like, yeah. I tried to. I was still learning now. I, I mean, I still feel like I don't know anything. This is four <laughs> years later I'm growing. I, well, I've been growing for many, many years, but legally five years. <laughs> now, now when yeah. you're making, when you're making your RSO, do you, um, are you taking full plants down and just yep. the whole yep. oh, straight up? Wow. And that's what yeah. I've been doing all day today is trimming my outdoor because awesome. I'm outside and I have two trees in my yard. They block my greenhouse. So my plants flowered super early this year. This mm-hmm. is okay with me. I mean, you lucky bastard, right? <laughs> I mean, I still got more in there. I got a seed project that I'm working. Um, I'm trying to open up some, some old school genetics from the nineties. Nice. nice. Uh, I got a Northern light haze 92. Uh, I got that from uh, somebody over in the UK. They sent them to me. Cool. Uh, and it's beautiful. I've been, I've had it for about three years now, and I finally came. I've had, I have older seeds. I've collected seeds since I was seventeen, so I've collected seeds throughout the years. I've got a lot of old bag seed that I seem to find is better than most of the genetics nowadays. <laughs> unfortunately, oh, yeah. I believe that. Yep. But uh, so I've been popping a lot of my old bag seed, and I came across a male that was the structure was gorgeous, and he was kind of an old school skunky smell. So. I hit this Northern Lights. That I'm gonna try and keep the '90s generations and see if I could open up whatever is in those. That's um, a great idea. Very cool, yeah, right? It'll probably be the F2s. Or that's where I always seem to find the magic. Is in the F2s. I find. Uh, sure. So this one's the magic set. Recessives come out in F2. Just <laughs> in my experience, I've yeah, I found the unique unicorns seem to be in F2s. Um, that I like to continue with, at least. I said, hmm. find more genetic expressions, I should say. I don't know. I'm a, a novice breeder. I've only been doing it for four or five years, like intentionally. I mean, in the past years, I would find stuff and be like, oh, let me just throw some pollen on that. I want to continue. I want that again next year or something. But uh, recently, it's been a lot more intent because I'm trying to, it's medicinal now. It's not just to get high anymore. It's, it's to stay alive. Right. Do you find yourself growing more medicinal strains, like uh, like high in different cannabinoids? 
like yeah, uh, what I is it? CBG, CBD. Yes, I, I just got CBG plants or seeds. I got to grow them. I haven't grown those yet. I really need to start mixing them in. Um, I've had the same CBD plant that someone gifted me when I moved here. Uh, it's been going forever. It's pine and it's kept me alive. So I keep that one going. But this year I added in a couple new ones. I got some Blue Dream and I have a pre Bubba 99. Nice. Um, yeah, so I'm just figuring that out. Like the CBD, I've only used the one, which is, I don't know why like that I, I have to get more cbd strains going because i'm sure those terpenes like I said i don't know much anything i wonder how those terpenes work with cbd does it work the same as thc or i don't know with I with cbd know. flower I've, I've smelled some really super terpy hemp cbd flower before yeah i have one my mind smells like pine it's beautiful. it looks nicer nice. than some of them some of the thc i've grown <laughs> that's why i've kept it for three years it's like a gorgeous plant i actually hermed it last time i grew it i don't know i just i beat on my plants i like to see if i can harm them um but i've heard this one once not really meaning to <laughs> but it scares me to breed with it now so i'm like oh shit yeah now fuck so you grow indoors and outdoors That's oh yeah 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 both places nice. year round uh, I grow, I usually do auto flowers in the wintertime. It's like a short period. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're perfect. A couple months real quick in the winter, pop them. And then I, but yeah, I grow year round. That's awesome. obnoxiously. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> obnoxiously. Even if I only get like a half ounce off a plant, like I won't, I have a hard time killing plants. So I'll do like 30 clones and like all 30 will survive. I'm like, oh shit, I don't expect a 10 of those. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just flower them real small and just grow them real small. <laughs> like my outdoor, I just, there wasn't a whole lot, but I had 12 plants, but I'll probably get a half a pound or so, but it's enough for medicine. Really? Oh, yeah. And I like to use my outdoor for medicine. I feel I get a better terpene profile from the sun. Outdoors, yeah. Yeah, yeah I that's say that. too. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. I just, I, that's what I've read and I, I feel like I do. The plants may not be as nice or it's chunky, but if it's for medicine, I really don't care if they're leafy, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do greenhouse or open air? Yeah, greenhouse. Oh, yeah. Nice, I, nice. I live in a neighborhood right on the back of a park. I, I'm pretty ignorant for even doing it, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way to get clean out, clean outdoor, right? And you keep the bird shit off of it. and. Yeah, 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 I still I still have to wash because my plants seem to fall over all the time. So I still wash them just to get dirt and shit off of them. And have you ever bug, bugs yeah. seem to still get me? I fucking hate them. But I feel yeah, like yeah. if if the bugs aren't eating my plants, something's wrong, right? So yeah. understood. <sighs> yeah, what, what kind of what kind of um, stuffs bothering you, like bug wise, uh, specifically like worms or? Grasshopper, spider mites are spider fucking mites. horrible here. Yeah, because it's so dry. Mm. It's so dry. Like I didn't, I didn't have to. When I grew in New York, I didn't have to deal with this because it's it's a more of a uh, humid climate. So mm. there was like therps and you know, normal shit, worms and shit like that. I do get those little worms here too because I have an apple tree, so right above my greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> The little fuckers, they always get in my plants. I hate them. I hate those too, yeah. 
Yeah, and those are I, those are probably the worst for my outdoor. Because they get in my buds and just eat them away. Oh, fuckers. We've been getting a lot of mealy bugs, too. You ever get those? <laughs> Not yet. Mm. Yeah. They're like little white pill that crawls up yeah. The yeah i know what they look like i haven't got them yet i've had therps here the first year i got here and that was from another grower here that i learned my lesson about going to other grows and letting other people come to my grow mm. yeah so i dealt with therps and then spider mites outside every year they get my fucking cucumbers they get my vegetables i just, they're yeah, everywhere i don't know yeah i don't i spray my whole yard i don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> I use Lost Coast. Lost, Lost, is that what it's called? Yeah, Lost Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I use that while they're in veg, but once they hit flower, it's, I throw some, some ladybugs in there and hope for the best. <laughs> right on. Yeah, and ladybugs. I've used Dr. Lost, Snimes yeah. in flower before. It seemed like it worked okay. Have you ever tried that? Yeah, I've used it. I've never, I don't like spraying anything in flower. I get paranoid on yeah. anything in flower, but. Right. I've used that before, and I was told to actually cycle through three different kinds is the best way to do it. It's from uh, the guy at a grow store, he says if you cycle through three different uh, kinds, you can find three different natural ones. That that's the best way to do it because they will build an immunity to whatever you're using. Yeah, I keep using something different. Trick your yeah. eyes. <clears throat> so oh, yeah. I don't know how much truth is in there, but I mean, it's kind of it makes sense to in theory. So. I've done that before. I just, I ran out of the Dr. Enzymes, but yeah. I was, I was mixing through like a, a household one that I found online, a baking soda, some water and a little bit of alcohol, I believe it's supposed to help dry things out, keep it from molding. Well, well uh, whatever you're doing, it must be working. I mean, Oh, hell yeah. It <laughs> you've had, That's what my oncologist had. said <laughs> two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. Like, Whatever you're doing is working. Keep doing it. And I was like, you know what I'm doing? She's like, I know. And I have nothing to do with that. She's like, I, I just, I was like, I'll talk terpenes with you. And she starts laughing. My oncologist actually will talk terpenes with me. Mm -hmm. So, well, it's just what, yeah. what kind of uh, like reactions did you get at first? Like did, when you first explained to your doctors that you were using cannabis, I'm sure they had to ask, like, what are you doing? You know, how, how are you getting these tumors? New York was funny, yeah, because my oncologist asked, what are you doing? I was like, I'm taking cannabis. He's like, oh, oh, well. Well, he gave me the card up there. So he thought I was just taking what they were giving me. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm buying it on the street and making it. He was like, well, oh, I don't need, I can't hear that. I don't, you know, he's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And I was like, okay, well, you asked. That's what I'm doing. Here, she actually knows. Like when I moved to Colorado, at first, I went through a bunch of doctors. I had to fire a bunch of doctors before I found a good team that I felt comfortable with that listened to me. Because I go into them and I tell them I don't like pills. And if a doctor tries to prescribe me a pill, they, I fire them right there on the spot. Good so for I, you. Good for you. Damn right, dude. Yeah, I actually just hired one was yesterday. I had to go to the doctor. I think I pulled a ligament in my knee. I don't know. I'm kind of fucked up. <laughs> so... Told me to stay off it, and I've been walking on it for two days, so I need to really stay off it. Yeah, you need to get put that foot up, man. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I had I had to get my plants down. Now I just got to trim them, but I can I can sit and do that. Grower problems. <laughs> uh, it's horrible, man. Right. People think like, "Oh, you grow? That's awesome!" I'm like, no, man, it's like a <laughs> full time job. Dude. Damn right, it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's no, there's no days off. Like you always got to be like, taking care of those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. At least I grow too many, so I, like I always have to take care of at least one set of them. They're like so children, got, man. Yeah, they are, they and are, I keep them man. in cycles. So like I have to continue. Like I harvested now. I got to harvest again in about four weeks. My tent is at week six now, so yeah, probably three or four weeks. Those would be done depending on the, just the trichomes. I mean, I can never really judge. Yeah, I go I let the plant tell me. I don't ever go by what the seed <laughs> pack says. They always are close, but yeah, I I, I look at those numbers. It's just prefer- a nice I also think it's a preference too. Yeah, it is. It's, and it's also a preference. Like I go some of mine, I go dark. It depends on what I'm using for. Yeah, it's like it's like the fan leaves are dead. Okay, I think it's time to harvest. Right? <laughs> yeah. If I want to wash it, you know, uh, I wait till everything is right. And the trichomes are perfect, yeah. cloudy. If it's RSO, I let it go for a while. I let it get nice, and I'll let the trichomes get real dark because I take it at night when I go to bed. I take about a gram a day, yeah. half a gram to a gram. I know it's, I don't need to do that either. That's obnoxious, but. And I had a near-death experience that I don't want to have again. No, sir. Hell yeah. So how's your, you. uh, what's your preferred method of uh, getting that in you? Like um, RSO-wise, like you put on a cracker, like what's your favorite, I like go-to? A, a piece of like dark chocolate to try and fucking match. It tastes like burnt motor oil. It's fucking so gross. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you get high. I'm like, not fucking gross. If you ever eat an RSO, it's like a burnt motor oil is what it tastes like. It's disgusting. <laughs> I put it on like a piece of chocolate and put it under my tongue and just let it dissolve. And then I usually eat, you know, almonds or something. I have to eat something to kind of mask it afterwards. Yeah. It's pretty gross. So you when, never tried you never tried the butt method? No, no, no. We've, can't talked, that we've talked about that. Want to do that? I've we've, yeah, and I've heard it. that it doesn't get you as high. But I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't trust that either because <laughs> like I was a DJ back in the day and come from a rave scene, and I used to see them kids stick pills in their asses and get high ah. quick. I don't see how you can yeah. put something in your butt and not get high. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It makes sense to me so. I know that there's a lot more receptors there, so how can you not get, I like, I don't know. I've never tried it. So I, uh, I've told people that it doesn't get them as high, but I told them that as, like, I always tell them that I've never tried it, so I don't know for sure. It's just, this is secondhand from what I've heard. Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's yeah. how the story goes. We've yeah. all heard it. Everyone yeah. says that if you put it up the tailpipe, you don't get, you know, you don't feel the effects as strong. It's yeah, I've had so they've been poking and prodding at my ass for the last few for years now. So like, I just don't yeah. like, I don't like anything going near my butt. But it's like, nope, <laughs> that's that's a totally different story, man. Totally, <laughs> I can vouch that. Like, I think I've outed myself already before, but I've done that with a uh, thousand milligrams, and uh, that would normally get me pretty super high. But it, uh, it just made me like a little bit tired, maybe like a little bit sluggish. It was interesting. Really? Yeah, it didn't so it doesn't work. Yeah, at nice. least I think it's probably different for all different people, you know, but that yeah. was my experience. I've never tried it, that's good to know. I've told people that it doesn't because I know people don't like to get high. Some people don't, but also don't want to die. You know what <laughs> right? I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. When you like were my first, page. When you were first uh, diagnosed and you decided to use RSO as a medicine, how much of it were you taking? 
Uh, it's, oh, man, it was bad. It was bad. I started off pretty hard, actually. I, I went right for quarter gram to half gram to gram. Like, I went really fast because I was so terrified of dying. I just went yeah. in, but it was terrifying. Uh, luckily, I've, ex- I've played around with psychedelics throughout my life. So I've, I've taken things to the edge and hung on the edge by my fingernails a few times. So I've experienced some heavy psychedelics and that's what it was like. I felt really? like I was going to jump skin. Like I was so high. I was hallucinating. I felt like I was gonna, like, it, it can take you to some severe, like freak how, the fuck out. About how, <laughs> how long, how did time pass? Like, did it last a while? I slept for about two months. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was about a month. So I had a month. I had to put on like 40 pounds. Like I lost 25 pounds in a week. Like my body was about to just shut down. I was shutting down and I started taking edibles. At the time, my brother was in Las Vegas and I had friends here in Colorado that were sending me care packages, just some edibles, all kinds of edibles. Cause I wasn't even able to smoke at the time. I was so sick. Um, so I was eating edibles, which was then helping me eat. So I was eating RSO. All I would do is wake up, eat RSO. I would get hungry. I'd eat food, pass out, wake up, eat RSO, get hungry, eat food, pass out. And I did that for the whole month. And when I went in, the doctors were like, whatever you did worked. Your tumors have shrunk enough that we can put you in surgery. You've gained enough weight somehow. I ate uncomfortably too. It was fucking horrible, horrible, horrible. I ate so uncomfortably. All I did was I would just keep eating and eating. Yeah. It was mm. worth it. Fuck yeah. yeah. You just got to power yeah. through and be like, you know, you're, you're trying to save your life, you know, and, and that intent as well, you know, putting into and, that. And it's so, yeah, it's yeah, so I, never, I, I don't want to die. Yeah, man. And the, the time too, the, uh, you know, 30 days, like I, that tracks with a lot of other stories that I've heard too. It works fast. I had a buddy that, that wiped one out completely, a lung tumor in 90 days going from yeah that's actual, yeah. that's what it is the actual mm-hmm. rso like treatment is 90 days but i didn't have 90 days so i just started eating as much as i could as quick as i could and right. it didn't shrink everything it may have uh, if i would have went the whole course but uh, you know i went into the doctors and they're like okay it's it's enough for us to take it and i was like get it the fuck out of me <laughs> mm-hmm. hell yeah it seems like they, a lot they, of people. They went, from, they went from we could save you, we could save you to like after I did the team together, wound up in the ER. I went back and they're like, well, we don't know if we can help you now. I don't know. Well, I don't know. And my wife went off on my fucking doctor. Oh, shit. You told us you could save his life. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So he gave me what my wife calls the Rocky, the Rocky talk. You know, it was up to me. I was the only one that could do this. And I, oh. I was like, all right. But it was cannabis. That plant saved my life and continues to every day. Now I just, I, I play with the terpenes. I found lemon and pine. They've kept me alive so far. So I keep those in the mix. But I like to add as many terpenes as I can to my RSO. And I do CBD. So I'll decarb the CBD first because it takes longer or I'll half decarb it and then I'll throw in some regular THC and I'll decarb those together. And I actually make RSO with both the CBD and the THC. And I've had people tell me that you can't do that 
because it confuses the receptors and uh, but they hit different receptors and it's the entourage effect so yeah it seems dumb yeah it's like more full spectrum yeah like i don't understand how it and it's working so like right you're like hey i'm alive you know yeah it's worked for me so i'm gonna keep doing it i'm not gonna stop well let me let me ask you this what would be like a preventative uh amount to take like if you were like all right i want to try to do like a flush you know um what what would the dosage be i've heard it's like a gram a month which comes out to like half the size of a piece of rice oh wow okay so you just have to fit a gram a day a gram a day for a month no gram a day is that's a cancer patient and you got to work your way up to get to that you can't just start with like so you a gram take a, a month. The size of a pinhead, that's going to probably get you high. Yeah. Like a normal yeah. person. Damn. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 But I, I think can, it's like half the size of a piece of grain of rice is like the dose. The ideal. Yeah. 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 Like a BB. For me, I could probably take like that as a normal dose too, but I, I'm too freaked out. So I eat like half a gram to a gram a day because uh, I. Yeah, I, I, it scared me too much. You got I, 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 it, uh, at one point, I, I fell off the couch. It was my potassium and sodium had dropped like very dangerous levels, so I couldn't lift my head up. I couldn't even walk. I, I rolled off the couch and just fell on the floor. And my wife ended up carrying me to the car, and I got to the ER, and I, like I had that circle coming in. Like I felt like I was that was it. Like I thought I was going to die, and they plugged me into whatever and filled me with fluids, and I came back, but. It, it, that terrified me, and ever since that moment, I've I've ingested a high amount of THC and CBD. Both hmm. was that when you found out that you had cancer? No, that was that was when they mixed the radiation and the chemo together. Oh, okay. Uh, and I had an ileostomy bag, um, so like no matter what I took in, it was coming. It came right out. So my body yeah. was shutting down oh, completely. Damn. Do you find like um? Do you talk? uh, I'm stumbling over my words. Do you talk to other people that are currently patients, and if and do you find that um, people generally have an attitude towards chemo? You know, as far as like what you know. Boy, it's hard to say what I'm thinking. Um, Because I so I guess I'll think a lot of people that reach out to me through my page. It's been a blessing and curse. It really has. Like. Like I tear up, I get some really sad stories that just break my heart. Um, but I, I mean, I try to, I scream it from the rooftops. I tell everybody I can about this plant. I'm like, man, I was on the verge of dying and this plant saved my life. Like, yeah, totally. There. I guess what I, I guess what I was trying to say is like, if you're talking to somebody who's going in for chemo and that's what they think that they want, or that's what they've been told to do, like, I, I've never gone so far as to say, thing. like, I don't think that you should do that, you know, because I don't feel like that's my place to say something like that. So, but like, how do you approach I make sure they have the information. I don't ever tell people what they should do, mm, but yeah. I like to give them more, as much information as I can, because I didn't have any and I wish I would have. Mm. I definitely would have gone a different route. Mm-hmm. I would have done that chemo and radiation because now I'm disabled. Yeah. I, I, my life is fucked up now. Hmm. So you but truly, you truly, my, my job now. My my doctor told me my job is to stay alive. 
Sunders. It's like, okay, mm. so that, that, that includes just growing plants and staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> so that's literally what I do. Um, wow. Yeah, all the surgeries fucked me up. The collateral damage has changed my life forever. Uh, probably never be able to lead a normal life, uh, unfortunately. Hmm. But I'm so alive. Knowing yeah, it's better than being dead. Exactly. Yeah. And knowing what you know now, you do you truly believe that you would have not even at all gone the uh, chemo route, like at all? Like if you know and knowing what you know now. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. hundred percent. I wouldn't even touch it. That just wreaked havoc on my body. Like I still have effects from the chemo and radiation now. That's very important. Yeah. That's, brain, that's good. To brain hear. Dog, yeah. That shit's no joke. That, that really is true. And the radiation is just fucking yeah. up. Like I wouldn't have even, wouldn't have even done it. I would have went RSO right from the beginning. Hmm. No, that's a good thing to get out there to people who may eventually have to make a decision like that. You know, that's, you know, yeah, something and it's to think about. not for everybody, unfortunately. I mean, it yeah. will work, but a lot of people don't like to get high. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you have to be okay with getting high because it's going to get you fucking high. Yeah, at least yeah, at the beginning. Sure. Yeah, at, at the beginning. Well, like now it doesn't like, I try, I can't even get high up edibles. The last time I tried, I ate 8,000 milligrams and I got a stomach ache from the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's about right. Yeah, I mean, 10,000 is my next goal, but I am not going to do any sugar in it. I don't know how I'm going to have to cook yeah. my own. Or uh, I can totally relate with your question about, or with your comment about like the high dose, like early on. I remember when I first started taking, I, I used to make RSO for myself, RSO in air quotes, by decarbing wax, by decarbing BHO, basically. And then just like mixing that with MCT oil and taking it. And, uh, I took what I figure was about four or 500 milligrams and I was supposed to get on a plane and I had an experience in this airport that was just, you know, I'm, I don't know if anybody saw me or not because I was trying to just be in the corner with my hoodie up, you know, but it was like what you're describing. Like <clears throat> the, it was like a, this roaring sound in my ears that wouldn't go away. And my whole body was tense and I was panicking and I was thinking about all the worst things in my life. You know, it was all just happening at once, you know, but so like, that's why I caution people who want to take a, a big dose, like just, you know, if you're gonna be ready for all the crazy shit that happens. Yeah. Work your way up to it is what I recommend. So do it mm -hmm. slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I jumped right into it. it. Luckily enough, I had played with psychedelics, so I, I knew it was in my head and it would go away, but man, it was scary as hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can be intense that way. No, do you find so? Are you like when you t since you've been taking a regular dose for so long? Are you operable during the day now? Have you developed that physical tolerance to it where it's not laying you down on the floor? Yeah, I just take I take it at night when I go to bed. So mm -hmm. I get I get eight hours solid. Uh, depending on how much I take, sometimes it makes me groggy. Like if I take the full gram, I'll wake up kind of woo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once I take a dab, that goes away too. And I'm back. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Right on. Yeah, I noticed that too. If I take a big glob before bed, which now a big glob for me is probably like 100 milligrams because I'm not doing any kind of like high dose or anything. But I'll wake up like fuzzy face, fuzzy eyes, pretty eyes, yeah. you know? <laughs> a little, little foggy, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of like... <laughs> totally. 
So, hey, can we get technical for a minute? I'm curious if you could walk us through what you do to make RSO, because a lot of people that listen, you know, are are into it and are doing it themselves and trying to learn more about the process. So you're probably the most experienced yeah. person we're going to get to talk to. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you how I do it. Uh, it's pretty simple. I, I explain it to people all the time. Anyone that asks me, I'll, I'll tell them happily. Um, I use Everclear. I was using a local place, but it's got to be a high grain alcohol, um, Everclear, something like that, over 100%. Um, <clears throat> so what you do is you're going to get your your product, your flour, and you're going to decarb it. And you're going to put it in a jar and you soak it in the alcohol. Now, I put mine in the freezer. I seem to get more out of it. I don't know if this, you don't have to do this. I put it in the jar and just whatever but i put mine in the freezer i seem to get a better yield when i do that for some reason so i will fill the jar with the alcohol and i put it in the freezer every day i go in and shake it for about seven to ten days you don't really want to go over that because if you go over that it starts to pull chlorophyll from the plant which is not really medicinal it's just going to make it taste even worse than it already does so um, every day shake it once twice a day uh, for seven to ten days after that you take it out of the freezer, thaw it, uh, run it through your cheesecloth, you know, um, and you'll have like an amber-colored liquid. Um, and then from that point on, you basically evaporate that down. Now, me personally, I've gotten cheap because it's just expensive now. So I have a distiller. Um, so I reuse my alcohol a couple times. So I'll distill it down. So just to where I have a little bit left. And then I put that inside a, a dip warmer. I got a Target for five bucks. It's just like a little crock pot, a baby crock pot. It doesn't have any settings. It's just like a warmer. So I put it in there and just let it cook off. It takes, you know, four, six, eight hours. Depends on how much I put in there. Um, and I just stir it and it start bubbling up. It turns into like a black goo. I usually go to the bubbles, start to dissipate. And that's it. But I mean, you can use it as a tincture too, or you can cook it down to the RSO. Oh, sure. So when you do your initial reclamation, then you could use the remainder just as a tincture, just straight the way it is. Yep. Yeah. Just like that. I just, I cook mine off. How much do you get back? How much alcohol do you get back? Like half, more than half? Yeah, more than half, probably about 60%. It's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth the worth the process absolutely because i make so much of it because i eat so much of it. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous how much <laughs> I, I could never afford to do it if i had to pay for it i'd be dead like uh, it's only because i grow it is the only reason i can do it and What's, i'm able to help my neighbors and friends here and there you know what i mean totally what uh, if you don't mind me asking like what is like a approximate cost of say a gallon of everclear I think it's like is it about a hundred bucks? Because I know that the extract hall, that rice alcohol that they sell online, that's like a hundred bucks a gallon, roughly. See, I pay about thirty-five for the big bottle, but it's not a gallon; it's maybe mm-hmm. half gallon. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be about 70, 70 bucks a gallon, I would say. Cool, nice. Bucks. The other yeah. one I found the local place was cheaper, but I, there haven't been at my liquor store lately. I found a local place that was making making it. And I think it was called like 420 something. It was actually for extracting, hmm. uh, but I haven't been able to find them. They were only like 25, 26 bucks a bottle for the big leader, the 1.75. Um, wow. But 
I haven't seen that. Everclear is the expensive one. That's the one that everybody knows, but it's really any kind of a clear green alcohol will work. It's just got to be the high, high percentage. So mm-hmm. you could use moonshine? Yep. Moonshine okay. will work. Yep. It's just really a high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sell that. For now, I see it in the stores. But I, you wouldn't want to use the ones you buy in the stores. You'd want to use some that, like oh, somebody yeah. would make. That would work. That'd probably some be that the white best. Lightning. Actually, some that, yeah, some of that white uh, lightning. Any kind of green corn. Yeah, yeah, that would work. But super easy process. I mean, they sell machines that do it, but they're like two thousand dollars for the machine. Oh yeah, and it really uh, just takes a little bit of patience. Just exactly. gotta remember to decarb. You have to remember to decarb. I've read stories. I read a story a couple of weeks ago about a guy who had had cancer, stage four, fought it, beat it with RSO, was taking RSO from a local dispensary. His cancer came back. He found out the dispensary had not decarbed the weed before they fucking made the RSO. So his RSO oh, wasn't yeah. and his cancer came back. Wow. So, wow. That's fascinating. So. What, what's your process for decarbing? Do you just cover it and bake it? Uh, I do the forget it and set it. I have an Instapot. I put my, put mine in jars, throw an Instapot, let it go. Set it and forget it. I don't have to worry about temps or anything. It, it does everything perfectly right for me. Cool. Damn. You just do like a setting on the Instapot? Uh, pressure cooker. Right. Do you have uh, that inst- the instant pot though that has like the chicken and all the different settings? Do you just use one of the settings or? Yeah. The, the, the pressure cooker. Oh, has I, a pressure, I follow. Has a pressure I follow. cooker button. I just hit the pressure cooker button, and however nice. long, obviously the CBD goes for about ninety minutes or so, I think. Um, and then I usually do. I usually run it for. I run it twice. I'll run it once with the CBD, and then I'll put the THC and run it again. I think like fifty minutes, so it runs for a while. Nice. Let's go ahead and think about doing that in an instant pot. It's an awesome idea. Oh, yeah. and forget it. It doesn't stink up the whole house. Well, it does stink when you open it. Then it smells. Oh, yeah. Like right you don't smell face. like you do in the oven. Like it doesn't smell until it's done and you hit that pressure thing. But it just makes it really easy. I don't have to, just makes it an easier process. Well, you could always uh, unplug it, take it outside, then let it air off. You know? That's true. That's true. Yeah, that Instapot was the best Christmas gift I ever gave my wife. <laughs> I don't even think she uses it anymore. I'm the only one that uses it. Uh, he took that back. That's how that goes. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to use this. <laughs> well, so it's interesting what you said about freezing it because um, I've heard that from a number of other people, some in the Discord, saying that, that freezing it has been working really well or putting it in the freezer. And I've never yeah, tried that myself. I've heard there's a different process that you get a clearer version of the RSO doing it that way. Hmm. I haven't, but I, I've heard different methods of doing it that you, you get a cleaner version. So you pull it before anything. I don't know. I, I've heard different. I've never really experienced it. You've noticed that your overall yield, though, like the amount of resin that you're getting is just slightly higher? Yeah, a little bit higher. I don't know why, but so I've continued to just do it in a freezer. It seems to work for me, so I, I I keep doing it. And you don't get a whole lot, honestly. You only get about four grams per ounce. 
and that's if you got good flour. Yeah. Gotten as little as two grams per ounce with some flour. Really? Yeah. Damn. Depends on how good it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good I test. I haven't made it with flour yet either. I've just been storing trim, you know, over multiple rotations. I'll just fill up grocery bags with sugar leaf and trim and try some extra like larf and stuff I'll throw in there. But the last time I made a batch, it was like three grocery bags worth. I got about 60 grams. Damn. Nice. That was pretty good. But I don't know. Like there was some bud mix in there too. But but that also, to be fair, I didn't freeze it. Uh, and it was super chlorophylly. It was like you're saying, like tasted really astringent, you know? Yeah, if you let it go too long. I found yeah. seven to ten days is like that magic period where you can pull everything off the plant, but not too much. That's cool. Yeah, I think I let mine go for too long. It was yeah, definitely I, a couple I know of weeks. people have done that. And they're like, it tastes burnt. I'm like, yeah, you went too far. <laughs> you get that chlorophyll. It tastes because you pull chlorophyll off the plant. Like it just because it starts to extract more than you want it to after so long. You really just want the, the THC and the cannabinoids. Yeah. So the cold in the freezer must hold that at bay. And it I just think so. Resonated I the think alcohol. so. Yeah. It just yeah. had better results. So I tell everybody that that's how I do it. And I have had better results that way. Uh, I didn't used to tell people that, but now that I've, now that I do it, I tell people that, you know what I mean? I always tell people what I know and I tell people, I don't know shit. <laughs> still learning, man. This plant's a fucking mystery. It's been growing mm-hmm. it for like 30 years and I still don't know shit about it. How do you, uh, how do you go about it? Like, uh, what's your grow style? I should say, like, uh, what do you grow in medium wise? I switch it up. I like soil. Honestly, well, I, I like organic soil. I I can't remember the name of it. I use an organic one. I used to like Fox Farm until I found out Monsanto bought them and then bought that brand. Oh, uh, what? So, oh, yeah. Monsanto bought them four or five years ago. Damn. Their, their whole formula switched a little bit. They tweaked it and added their chemicals and shit. So uh, I try to stay away from those. Wow. Damn. Did not know it, that. Yeah, if you yeah look up who owns them now. <laughs> it's, 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 like it's Rest in peace, yeah. Happy Fro. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I hate to talk bad about them. I feel bad, but it, it's just the truth. I don't want people. I want people to know too. It's. I don't want to keep people to be in the dark either. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, it'd be one thing. It'd be more of like I guess a personal feeling and or ethical thing if it was just them owning the company but if they changed up the formula then I'm like yeah 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 nah. they changed something a few years ago i was told and so i was like motherfucker <laughs> yeah you were my go-to for so many right? years you bastard <laughs> well that'll push that me over to, that'll push me over to the edge to get this uh michigan mix i've been looking at there's a brand of yeah well, it's really yeah. good i can't find that here um I mix pro mix is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I want to do living soil. I just I don't have like you got to have room. From what I've heard, yeah. like the bigger the better. So you want to have like a twenty gallons or something like that that is easier. They can just pull and plant. But yeah. I, unfortunately, I don't have that room yet. I'm working on that, but at the moment, I don't have it. So I just deal with, you know, tent and greenhouse. For now, in your, in your greenhouse, do you go down into the ground or are you in pots? I do both. I do both. 
every now and then I like have something that I've been running a few years, like my Ophelia cane that I've been, I really need to finish and release. <laughs> I've done beat the shit out of this plant every which way possible. And it's yeah. definitely the, one. um, but like I've put her in the ground to like to reconnect her to the earth once in a while. Like I like to do that. Um, that's cool. Cool. I get a little, they, they seem to get a little bit bigger when I put them in the earth. No doubt. No doubt. I've heard that's a way to revive moms too. And now this new thing that I don't really see a whole lot in the cannabis community, it's starting to catch on, but the electoral culture, that shit's mm-hmm. for real. That's Damn no right. It, that's real. Like I, I've did it this round with my plants. My plants are way bigger than they normally are, but I put one next to my apple tree in my yard yeah. and I've, like three times the amount of apples I usually get. It's so good. Tell me, yeah, tell us the quote. What do you mean? How did you build yours? Yeah. Uh, I just took a stick and you take copper wire and you wrap it around the stick and put the stick in the ground next to whatever you're growing. And it's, it helps, it helps it pull nutrients from the ground somehow. There's all kinds of studies on it and yeah. it's supposed to help you grow oh. bigger and better. And it, it does, it works. I'm glad you brought that up because I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's old world tech that is resurfacing it's and people are starting years, thousands yeah, of years it's, it's been around and forever like, and ever, no, ever. it doesn't work i'm like it does yeah. people did it for years thousands of years ago <laughs> like yeah. it works yeah but yeah, it's so, supposed to be protect against a frost i don't know how true that is but i've heard that it helps protect against frosts too neat uh, i'm just starting to play with it so like i don't i'm not speaking from too much experience i've only got it next to my apple tree and I got it in my tent right now and my plants look great so far. Damn right, dude. So you didn't do any like a special kind of length, like a cubit or something like that. You just make it whatever length you had and stick it in the ground and then like a spiral around the stick. Yeah. Yeah. I just collect sticks in my yard and spiraled it around the stick and threw it right in the ground. Uh, The tree is like a Y. It's got a Y prong on it. So I put that one next to the apple tree and there's so many freaking apples on this tree. It's crazy. <laughs> cool. So I'm a firm believer now. They're going in all my gardens, whether it be food or cannabis. It's they're getting these little fucking things for sure. Nice. Amazing. I've been leaning way towards doing that, and then got a bunch of uh, Romex wire out, you know, to make coils and stuff. And uh, I just haven't like gotten into it yet for an evening. But uh, I saw a really impressive video. I'd have to look it up to get the guy's name. But he was a but the fruits and stuff. I've watched videos on it, and I was like, yeah. "What? How yeah, come nobody in the cannabis community is doing this? What the shit?" No <laughs> doubt. Well, it's yeah. like proof. Proof is in the pudding, right? This guy had a row of two different, like rows of vegetable plants, all different plants, cucumbers and stuff like that. And one had the coils, and one didn't. And it, the one with the coils were at least twice as big and vigorous, yeah. and just huge, double the fruit, all this stuff. And he said that he put his coils. He did this hole where it was like Tesla 369 with the sections. It'd be like yeah. a straight section and then a coil and then like a straight part on top. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And then he oh, said, he, I might have to do mine. <laughs> <laughs> he said he put it in the, uh, on the south side of the plant. Cause he was saying like the, the energy that comes in, like from the magnetic North Pole is sort of flowing down towards the equator in the way that our magnetic field turns so that like if you put the antenna i've heard, I've heard you're supposed to sleep with your head facing north too for the same reason with the helps with blood stuff yeah no shit so oh, yeah, my, my coils definitely something i want to try as well brilliant yeah, 
pulling that ether, man. You're pulling that ether down into mm-hmm. the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, giving I don't it think that it's, shock, giving that little extra boost. Yeah, it's just electromagnetic energy. You know, That's I mean, amazing. I don't even think it needs to be that mysterious. Oh, like no, you were saying, they've been doing it for a very long time. Been around for thousands of years. It's amazing, it's just, dude. Just it's coming just, back around now. It's nice hearing. It's nice hearing the old world truths coming back out mm-hmm. and uh, becoming mainstream. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Well, anything organic that's not full of chemical yeah. shit too that will help your grow is huge, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and a lot of the times these people aren't even having to fertilize. Like it's, it's like taking care of everything. I mean, it, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it pretty, that's pretty mystical to me. I don't know yeah. the whole science behind it, but I didn't think about the whole Tesla 369 thing. Now I'm going to rewrap my, my sticks. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> right. Amazing shit. But, uh, that's cool, man. That's awesome. I'm glad you're doing that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah, uh, I need to get on with my projects. I believe Big Green Guy's already bred with two of my strains that I haven't even worked yet. <laughs> oh, green guys, can, I, can I breed with this? You, these are good. You selected good. I was like, really? I haven't even tried it. I have testers that grow them. Uh, Florida, <laughs> New York, and mm, Texas. Um, oh. All humid. I like to grow in humid because I like to find stuff that fights mold because it's really hard to find. Like I get stuff the molds here on me in Colorado and I'm living in a dry climate. So like the first slur cane that I bred with, it molded, but the one I've selected for mine did not mold. So it just took me 122 phenos to find it. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Tell us about your tell us about your genetic. What's the what are the qualities, you know, like and, and what'd you select for? Aside from mold, obviously. Yeah, this one was pretty much yeah, this one just kind of jumped at me. My my dad actually told me to keep this one because he really, really liked it. It's like a, it's really fruity and it's got a, like a gas on the back end, but it doesn't mold. The leaf ratio is not what I like, but the buds get huge, huge and covered with crystals. I got one in the freezer now. I got to wash and see how it washes, but this one was, uh, Slurricane, and it was a seed from the 90s. It was like a piney male who had beautiful structure. So I used him. Um, and then I went through 120 phenos to find the one that I liked. And this one just stood out from all the other ones. None of the other, it was just one of the like diamond in the rough. Um, right. But I'm cool. still learning the whole breeding thing. I've read multiple books. I've even read the breeding book like three times now. And it's just, I really have to do it firsthand. It doesn't matter how many times I read it and look at those formulas and like, oh yeah, this, this, this happens. You really just got to do it. It's still, it's still a, a roll of the dice. In my opinion, I've, I've found out I've been able to lock down certain traits, but you still get those random ones. Like what the, where did that come from? That must be <laughs> some line in there, some line mixed into it. Way on back. It's really yeah. the numbers, right? I mean, running, as many numbers yep. you can afford or you can get away with running. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Time. I've spent four years working this one. Wow. That's so, cool. That's all. That's going to be great. Dude. Very cool. Yeah. So is this the one that you said you're going to put out now at some point? Like, yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I've got, I've got too many people that have already asked me and pre-ordered. And I was like, I don't do pre-order. And they're like, well, we want them. Just let me know. <laughs> 
They're like, yeah, you I'm do. Like, you I haven't got that far. Like, I'm going to work it further, but I am going to probably feminize this line because it's it's like almost a juicy fruit. It's really a fruity. Really? I don't know why, but people love that right now. I'm more of a gassy guy, but thin leaf, broad leaf. What are we thinking? Indica, Steve? It's mid. It's mid. I would say it's hybrid. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah, right. right in the middle. And then I've done another project. It's super sativa is what I had the seed labeled. It was like from 2001. Um, and I, wow. I had, some seeds. Just lit up. I had some seeds. That, yeah, I gave that to Big Green Guy. And he's like, can I breed? He grew some out. I was like, can I breed with these? He's like, nice selection. These are fucking great. He's like, it's got the old time sativa high. I'm like, well, that's because it's an old time seed. <laughs> well, I've, enough, heard, I've heard the legend of this one. More of those, you know what I mean? So I don't want to oh, yeah. hit it with any of this common day stuff. I'd like to try and find some in the seeds I got to open up more. Um, Dude, we've, kind of we've, heard, we've heard it enough times now. I think this is an anecdotal fact that there's a, a certain set of cannabinoids that you got to go back to find. That if you get yep. if you get a lot of like if you get modern commercial genetics you're just not going to find that stuff it's gone yeah but now yeah. everything is matched so much together that a lot of it's all together now it's hard to find stuff true. that's not mashed in with stuff i guess it's true but i've also found like so there's some things i've had a fairly easy time finding at least allegedly genetic you know like uh east coast sour diesel dr green thumb has that in canada um i think it's serious seed still sells uh ak-47 you can get cindy 99 from brothers grim like some of these you can still just get online you know so i see that i don't know how see you're talking to somebody that lived in new york for 20 years and had to buy a cut of that fucking sour diesel there's no seats to that man Here you I, don't, right. I don't give a fuck what anyone said like i had to that's Heard. expensive yeah. that's why it's called sour because people were pissed off because they charged so much for a clone of that and mm. if you fuck that up you're out 2500 bucks you know what i mean you're done so those clones yeah, like, were expensive i mean they could have reversed that maybe but i've never smoked anything that's like that the real sure. that, that was grown from seed has not been like the real sour diesel that i've had from new york fair enough totally the one yeah. that they had there was a clone only and that the real sour diesel is very very unique cool absolutely like yeah i'm with you on that so that that, that just makes me curious like about naming like uh that's a whole nother so i think difference. maybe they asked one of them i don't know i mean you could ask one it but then you can never, had, you never guaranteed the same pheno though yeah i've tried, I've tried that it's hard you're, it's oh that's i mean even in a pretty stable line you're still going to get phenos and you're going to get one that you're never going to find again you know like totally Yep. So yeah, I, mean, uh, I agree that like, if you get a lot of modern stuff, it's not going to, you know, the good old buzz is not going to be in there. But I guess I just, I've, I've found an easier time than I thought I would finding some interesting stuff that's like from the 2000s that it looks like can be acquired. Now, it's expensive. You know, a 10 pack of seeds is like 200 bucks, you know, but yeah, I yeah. know. And I, 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 I bitch about that. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, my seeds will never be that much ever 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 i don't care how much time or money i put into these things they will never cost that much i will never do that to the community i'll probably charge two dollars for a femme seed not 20. fuck out of here right right on (laughs) fucking garbage yeah i i can't see anything because i've bought them i've got i've got tons of 200 packs you know what i mean i've bought all these i've bought everybody's genetics and then 
and I've been running people's genetics and I've found better stuff for my bag seed, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But again, that's bag seed that I've collected through the years where I had an ounce and got one or two seeds. So like, you know what I mean? It's almost guaranteed to be a female and anything I saved was for a damn good reason. So, oh, yeah. Well, it's good just to bring them back in general, man. Like that's awesome that you're doing that. I've, well, I've been trying. I, yeah. I only pop, like I tried about 70 and only about 30 of them popped. Wow. Like a lot of them I didn't store properly through the years. Apparently um, I've tried to, to gerberic acid. Like it's, I've tried different techniques to scratching them, you know, um, some just don't make it. I just didn't store them properly. And some do. I got about a pile of 50 or so left to, to sort through of different random ones. Uh, I've only got a few more from the nineties from 95 and 97. 95 was a pretty good year though. So I had a lot of yeah. good years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for that. And in this Northern lights project, that should really bring back some of that old shit too. Cause that was a nineties plant that I hit a nineties plant with. So I'm hoping that something to come back out of there. That sounds fun. Totally. You're speaking Rudy's language right now. This is what he's yeah. all into right now. Yeah. 100%. My mic's going a mile a minute. On the uh, on the old seed stuff, um, I've been having some bad luck recently with some older stock that I ordered, uh, and I tried. I found out that the U.S. Department of Agriculture has posted a, a method <clears throat> in their papers or whatever that of uh, running seeds in a 500 ppm solution of gibberellic acid, but under constant motion for four hours. So I was like, well, that's wow. kind of interesting. So I threw them into a uh, into that solution with like a magnetic spinner and yes. just let it run. And then I put those into a uh, paper towel with some microbes uh, solution. And uh looks like three of them aren't doing anything, if not much. I even cracked them. I got in there and just carefully just popped. So the edge, the seam opened up. And there's two that have the tails coming out, but they look like they've stalled. So I'm like, oh, it's been like a day and a half, and there's just these little white. I had a lot of did that. Yeah, I had a lot yeah. of them that did that. It pissed me off. I'm like, oh, it's going to work. It's going to work. And I'm like, oh, wait, it stopped growing. No. It stopped. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. Maybe I drowned it in the pre-soak or something. I don't know, you know. I don't know. I've had the same problem. So it's, yeah, I have no idea. It's, it sucks. I had two that just did that, and I was like, it's so excited that they popped. I was like, oh, these are perfect. And I only had two from that year, and they both did the same thing. They died. I was like, no. Yeah. So 93 was gone. So I got, I got 95 and 97 left, and then I've got a bunch of 2003, 2005, 2007, 2009, and wow. then that was it. Hey, maybe we need to put a little electroculture antenna by the seeds. Well, they're yes. just uh, yeah. Yeah. Some re restructured water underneath of it or the, with the acid. Yeah. 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 Well, I've heard scratching them helps too. If you scratch the outer just a little bit, not deep, but just a little bit, it's supposed to help it like absorb. Um, like I said, I've had luck with some, not so good luck with others. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like a strain and a time thing, too. I was telling these guys that I've had some uh, seeds that I just got as freebies that I popped. And I was doing a, a peroxide pre-soak just to, like, get them clean and get them started. And they started growing in that. 
So like popped, <laughs> the cotyledons out, popped, everything started right in the water. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's like, just depends on what strain you get in a hold they are, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then like you said, how they're stored. I've yeah, heard. difficult to do with store because I've had some that pop no problem for me, but I've known I've stored those properly. They've always had the cilia pack in the in the bag with them. So I just yeah. recently got one of those uh electric actually Blackwater hit me to this device. It's an electronic mason jar sealer. And it's just a little vacuum pump that somebody made that you can stick on top of the mason jar with the lid and it pulls a vacuum in the jar. And oh, it's that fucking is awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah and it was like badass. It was like 35 bucks on Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to have to look into that because I've got jars of weed that have been sitting for about a year that I would like to just stop Long-term. them. They yeah. degraded. They started looking a little weird. I'm like, why does it not look as pretty as it did three months ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing that with seeds and then like put them, I'll just put, you know, from different breeders or whatever in different jars and then see, pull a vacuum and then put that in the fridge. And oh, it just, I don't know if it's that better, but it feels better. It makes me feel it feels better. better. <laughs> it makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. So yeah, I figure when I take them out, I can let them come to room temp over like the course of a day and there won't be any condensation in the jar, you know? Yep. Yeah. That's the trick is making sure there's no, no kind of, I've never kept mine. I, I did have some in the freezer and I think that's probably where my, where it went wrong. Because once you storm like that, you got to keep them like that till you're ready to pop them. And I didn't. I moved across country, and I think taking them out, all that. I think just something, something mm-hmm. didn't work. Yeah, I've heard that also. Now that we're talking about kickstarting old seeds, that throwing them in the freezer like overnight can help do that too. And then take them out and pop yeah, because it start. stimulates actual nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's supposed to help out as well. Yeah, I try. Yeah. I do that in a while. Yeah, because it simulates nature. Sure. I haven't because tried that. How, um, I have strawberry seeds, and that's how I have to start my strawberry seeds. You have to put them in the freezer and simulate nature with it. They're kind of a pain in the ass. So I've learned to just buy the damn plant now. <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> <laughs> I yeah. like saving everything from seed, but that one is a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> now, do you clone your strawberries? Uh... I don't need to. They they seem to keep bouncing around. They just bounce. Nice. Yeah. So they they've continued to to clone themselves or grow. That's cool. I had a cool. bad year this year. They all died. Oh no. Yeah, my blueberry plants the only thing that produced any food this year. I, I suck at food. Mm-hmm. My yard you shaded to grow food. Um, I only got one area, and then I built like this dome, and it fried all my plants. So, oh no. <laughs> Out the whole food thing in my yard. <laughs> How hot does it get in uh, Colorado? Uh, it's been in the nineties here, but it's it's a dry heat, so it's different. It's not. I mean, get it to a hundred, and it doesn't feel as bad. Are you uh, up, are you up high? Are you in elevation? About five thousand feet. Right on. Yeah, so I'm not as high as Denver. I want to say Denver is fifty five, so I'm a little lower than Denver. Um, I love it here. I love the I love the sun. Like, yeah, what is, what's I, your... I lived in Buffalo, and there there wasn't much sun there. It was really gloomy and humid. And I come here, and it's dry. There's sun like 300 plus days a year. Big it's, difference. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about Buffalo. Gross. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going there in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I go there once a year if to visit. 
And my wife Buffalo gross. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo, New York is gross. No offense to anybody who lives there. They have the worst weather. <laughs> they do. They do. It's bipolar. <laughs> bipolar crackhead. That's what the weather's like there. Bipolar <laughs> crackhead. <laughs> no, that's uh plus if you're up at five thousand feet, you got like a different kind of sunlight coming through as well. Oh yeah, the sun's here, no joke. It's very intense. Very, very intense. What's your cycle like right now, like day, night? Like, so I'm really far north, so we get a whole fucked up light cycle. Yeah, it, it might. It's it's weird. Like this year was weird. I thinned my trees out and it still didn't work. Like my plants were done flowering now, but I have three in there that are just starting to flower. So I don't fucking understand. Normally they finish in early October. Wow. Um, but my trees have been filling in so much now they're finishing earlier and earlier. So I just yeah. grow them a little bit bigger inside before I put them out. Understood. So I'm supposed to be like starting a flower, but <laughs> oh, because yeah. I'm between two trees and, and shaded all day, my, my plants got tricked into thinking it's dark time. And they're all photos yeah. out there. Yeah. I didn't put any uh, Yeah. I've tried autos out here and I get a joint per plant, so I don't even bother. Oh, wow. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't get enough. I've never got more than the joint off of my outdoor it's here. Where I, yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm working on some land now that I'll be able to grow, you know, hunts the proper numbers that I want. That would be nice. The dream. Yeah. If you space. Working on it. If auto seeds were like vegetable seeds, it would say full sun all day. Yep. You know, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I ran some autos. I bred some. I, I, I used big green guys and I used, uh, I don't know what's his name. I really liked his. He did a podcast. I did a podcast with him too. Auto flower, uh, maybe. Funeral desserts. Yeah, that's, I think that may, may have been the mail I used. I have to look back. It was one of his earlier fraud, earlier projects. It was No, it was one of the Viking ones because it was a big fucker. Oh, okay. One of the, like Asgardian Wedding or one of those? Maybe. One of his first two. I don't even know if he released mm -hmm. those ones. We've been exchanging seeds since we've started Pages. Uh, nice. So I'm smoking some of his shit right now. Okay, yeah, I got, a, I got a bunch of his. He's got pretty much all of mine. Um, I've never released any. <laughs> he's, he's already released a bunch of his. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm a perfectionist, and it's really not doing me too well. Because he's, he's got another bean release coming up. Uh, what? Tomorrow? Is it, yeah, I believe. Yeah, Monday the twenty first. I believe. Yeah. He just he sent me like results on one that he bred with one of my genetics, and it, it looks beautiful. Like the terpene profile is perfect, and it's exactly what I thought was in my plant. So he selected something similar to what I was that I like. Dude, the proof is in the pudding with Green Guy's stuff. You just have to smoke it. Like everybody that smokes it is like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> well, he has he has great selections. You know, he he makes, you know, he really takes in all the options. And me and Big Green Guy have. Uh, pretty much been following each other since we had about 100 200 followers um and we became really close friends really quick 
actually we just we've been exchanging knowledge that we've picked up along the way and sharing breeding practices and he's become one of my best friends and never even met the dude yet in person uh so big green guy we got to do that soon <laughs> yeah he doesn't give you the option he's like yeah i'm gonna be your friend whether you like it or not <laughs> good dude he really is a good he dude is. with a good heart he's all about the plant he's not about fucking over anyone like he, he really is a good dude yeah, yeah he's a great dude. guy mm-hmm. but uh yeah we've his weed's great yeah, yeah apparently yeah. mine mine is too he's, he told me mine's pretty good so i gotta get on i gotta get on growing it and releasing it <laughs> well if you said 150 count pheno hunt is nothing to sneeze at like you obviously made really good selection so I'd be curious to try it when it's available. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, you guys all, I'll make sure you guys all get some. I might just run it back another generation and F4 it. Um, it's an F3 now. I, I might F4 it. I like where it's at. So I might just feminize it and go from there, see how those run out. Cool. How are you at that? Have you made fem seeds before? No. Not in a long time. I did way back in the day, but that was with the the other process. Um, now there's better processes that I'm going to try. Cool. I forget what I did before. I sprayed it with a bunch of nasty shit back in the day. Um, mm. And then we weren't able to use the plant afterwards. I've done it before. Um, but those, I had a high herm rate with those. So I obviously didn't do it right. Um, I've been researching and studying me and big green guy talk about it he's even sent me the stuff to do it so i just got to do it i gotta pull the trigger and try it we love yeah. We, yeah, we, uh, we come across maybe a little bit sycophantic but it's just really good gear yeah it's, it's good and, shit and we just yeah. talk to him all the time and you know yeah. he's, our, he's our buddy and we love him <laughs> and you know yeah, i hope to get to meet him this year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Guy. us too what's your yeah, uh, right yeah green guy come see us all make a road yeah. trip everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you've been you've been playing mostly with your with your own stuff uh and like are there any other breeders that you're excited about or anything you're looking forward to running you know maybe you got in the holster uh yeah i have some blue vienna uh that's the skies blue vienna skies that the guy from the uk with all the skunk apparently um I got some of his just because he's supposed to have some very unique genetics. So I figured I would play around with some of that. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I have some of Love in Her Eyes gear that I got to run still that she gave me. Um, Sounds fun. Yeah, I don't even know. It's hard to even say. I'm more excited about running my 90s bag. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I like a lot of the stuff I have. Like, I've got, mm, like, what I'm running now, I have some called Canberry D. Uh, it's kind of, it fucked up my whole tent, actually, because I, I planted regulars, five regulars, and I got five females. I wasn't expecting to get five. Oh, shit. So I was like, oh, you suck. It's like, um, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but in a good way, in the same way. But uh, it's, yeah. it's real funky. So it's like a Chemdog 4 crossed with Strawberry Diesel. Um. And I got three different phenos out of there, two, two of one kind, two of another, and then one that's unique. It's like a mix of both. Uh, kind of excited about that. Nice. See how it smokes, though. Like, you know, they all look good. The real true test is 
once they come down and you smoke them. Uh-huh. You say uh, earlier. They look great. I have mine frosted apricots, probably the be- most beautiful plant I've ever grown. It's the most bag appeal ever, but I don't, I don't really care for the, the terpenes on it. Big green guy liked it. I didn't really care for it. Um, that was an in-house genetics. Hmm. I just, I don't know. I'm pretty picky. Yeah. As you should be. As one 100%. should be. Now yeah. you, a while ago you were talking about, uh, you were talking about dabbing, uh, flower rosin or how, what do you dab? Uh, I wish I could, uh, whatever I got. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't know if I you like, press like, or if, if like you made. Yeah, I, I press. I'm a junkie. I, I love pressing, but I can't keep up with my habit. So I have to buy it, unfortunately. Um, mm. Most of my plants go towards my RSO. Um, have you ever thought about just getting into washing and stuff? I do. I have a machine that mm-hmm. I wash. Um, I, I have to. Actually, I got two plants in the freezer that I got to wash. I have a Fia cane and I have that Northern Lights Northern Lights wash is really good. I've washed wow. it before. So I have another one that I got to wash. I do wash. I don't have a freezer. Um, so I have this technique. I haven't done it yet. I've got all the equipment. I'm going to do it. So it's like a little funnel thing that you, it's a glass funnel. I oh, the vacuum funnel. Yep. I got that. So I'm going to nice. try that. I'm going to vacuum as much water out of it as I can. Um, I guess it's the poor man's way of getting around the freezer, you know, <laughs> but I do blast too. I use something called uh pure three, two, two. It's an organic solvent. Uh, you don't even need to vacuum. I still vacuum, but it says you don't need to. Uh, I seem to get really good tasting product back. It almost tastes just like the plant smells. Um, and I get about 25, 30% return. So, it's done me very well, so it's a little expensive, but I feel like everything organic or clean is a little more expensive. Understood. That's cool, man. Yeah, I didn't know you did it. All. So you literally do it all, period. Yeah, I've doubled in everything. I don't That's have cool. all the proper equipment. Like, I want to save up and get a closed-loop system because I like live. I like live resin, live rosin. I can't yeah. afford live rosin. I wish I could. I can't afford that. It's too expensive here, but I like to make it and smoke it. It's the cleanest, but delicious. I mean, the prices have went down here. They're not bad here, but they're not great either. Yeah. Not when you can do it yourself. Yeah. Not when I can do it myself. I just don't have the proper equipment or the speed. I need more. I need more plants for my habit. Understood. (laughs) What's like? What's an ounce right now? Like in Colorado, on average. Honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I don't buy flour. I only buy concentrates when I go to the store. And well, I guess like a gram, like it's a so gram, like a, good, a yeah. gram of good concentrate. I get eight for eighty, but that's just sugars. If I wanted live, um, I get it for about fifteen. Um, I have One. to travel. I have to drive to go get it, but. Uh, worth the drive like if i'm buying i buy my, my limit usually uh, i'm rosin i can get it for about 25 dollars a gram wow yep that's um, really something cheap here it's not bad but it i like i said i have a habit like that's too expensive for me because i'll go through a gram in two days right. sometimes 
you know, one day if I'm really, really smoking, it depends. But on an average, it's about a gram every two days. Right on. What do you, uh, how, what's your preferred way? Um, blowtorch or do you have an e-rig or? Not yeah. Carta. Carta. <laughs> Yeah, like I have a torch and an e-rig, but the, the card is just, it's so convenient. I don't have to like sit there and look like a crackhead. It's just nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's great. Yeah, yeah. card of life. Card of gang. It's just it's very convenient. Other than having to clean it every day, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Last time I used my rig with the torch and everything was in the middle of the winter watching a movie. So it's like, okay, I'll dab, you know, I haven't used it since then. It was just like, man, it's just like too much. Too much work. Yeah, it's just too yeah. easy to just push the button and you're done. <laughs> right? Just bring some uh, glob mops with you. Wherever you go, you're in good shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do smoke my flour every now and then. Just uh, flour doesn't, like, my, my tolerance is so high that yeah. I'm just, I'm smoking it for the taste more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. I always have to send it to Big Ninja and be like, hey, how is this? <laughs> Can you give me a smoke report on this? Because... It doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another crutch, I should say, of me breeding. I have such a high tolerance, so I can't tell what's good and what's not. But that's why I have people growing it in different states too, um, seeing how they do. The guys in the guy in Florida kills it all the time. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked when this comes out. Just uh, something that you put that much time and energy in and just to see that soar. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've scrapped quite a few, about six lines that I've created. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't even say scrapped. I, I eat the seeds if I don't like them. <laughs> Damn. Nice. <laughs> you just pop them or do you... Uh, you like yeah, I'll pop little, them. Yeah. I'll pop, you know, 10 or 20 of them and see what happens. And, but uh, yeah, I'll just mix them in, eat them, put them in a salad. Nice. A little extra crunch. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're full of health. I want to. Sometimes I've been saving. Um, what I want to start doing is microgreening them. I don't. Uh, you know how like um, microgreens. I don't know if you guys know they're full of nutrients and stuff like that. Well, cannabis. If you do a microgreen, is probably going to be similar to the same thing. I would think. Right. I don't know. I'm not a plant guy, but. I would think so. Totally. Like sprouts, in, basically. Yeah. yeah. In, in theory, I would think they'd be full of all kind of antioxidants. So now the my next runs, the ones I find that I don't like, I'm going to start doing that with. Just making microgreens and eating them that way instead nice. of the seed. I've seen those trays. You can get little plastic trays that make it kind of easy to do microgreens where you just drop a seed in every hole and like then yeah. they come up and you pull them out. Yeah. I've got all the trays and stuff. I just have, I don't have room to do it. <laughs> I got, dude, I got seed trays. I just don't have space. I feel like I I'm the space. only one that doesn't know what a microgreens. Like it's just a sprout, like a young sprout seed. Young, a young sprout, but they're full of like vitamins and nutrients and antioxidants. It's it's really super healthy for you. So, what would a cannabis uh, microgreen be? Just like a seedling, like a, a very yeah. early seedling. Yeah. Very yeah, early how many seedling. how many days would you yeah. say? Like a typical seedling, like four, yeah, question. three, four days. Uh, maybe after those first two leaves pop, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that's See, probably what I would go for. Because with that. microgreens, they're really, really tiny, and then you cut them right when they first start sprouting, and um, you eat those, and they're jam-packed full of nutrients and stuff. So I'm guessing a cannabis plant would be similar to. Yeah. 
those are like broccoli. So they do it with broccoli and radishes and, you know, different kinds of fruits. So uh, I don't know. That's crazy. Can't yeah, just, just pop like a hundred in a tray and then just like cut yeah, them all down and just eat them. Just yep. or you put them in like a blender. Or... You can blend them or eat them and put them on a salad or. Nice. Yeah, like salad sprouts. Yeah. 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 That's what a lot of the microgreens go on salad sprouts. Or if you go to like a, an expensive restaurant, like a steak dinner, they'll put microgreens on top of your steak or something. They'll make it they'll garnish it with that stuff. Yeah, I've heard of people selling them to restaurants and stuff like, you know, as a hobby. Yeah, I have a friend that does that as a living. He was working with me. He quit, he quit his job to do that. Oh, wow. He's bought, he's bought two different places. He's got two places now running. Yeah, he's went crazy with it. He's really oh. taken it to another level. Have, you ever, wow. have you ever juiced? Have you juice the leaves? Oh, yeah. I love it. Love it. Nice. Love it. I've, I've only had that off and on. I have a juicer, so like, but it's so bitter. You got to like kind of shoot it. You got to put it with fruit. Yeah, definitely put it with. You talking about like like just taking a bunch of fan leaves and juicing them? Just yep. juicing them. Yeah, it's super oh, healthy for you. Good yeah. for you. Really? So good for you. Oh, yeah, they, they amazing. That is so good for you. Wow. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the best ways to ingest it. Like I have a friend who was also doing what you're doing, essentially treating herself with RSO, and she had gone through that a, a few years ago, and she's like religious about cannabis juice. Yeah, like, it's so uh, much as possible. Yeah, good for you. I don't do it as much as I should. What do you do just like mix it with Red Bull and shoot it. I mix it in with a smoothie with fruits uh, and stuff. I mean, I do just add it, it to whatever. Yeah, so yeah I just put it in a smoothie. I do like a fruit smoothie and <laughs> the, throw the throw Red some. Bull cancels it out. Rudy says, "Yeah, that's that's true." <laughs> yeah, hundred percent it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think how I can get it down. <laughs> Everything's with Red Bull with black water. <laughs> <laughs> it is bitter it is pretty bitter i'm not gonna yeah, lie that's cool though that's good i mean hey yeah if it's good for you shit I how mean, many fan leaves do those. you have to juice though like that, i would imagine you would need uh, so many fan leaves to get any good, significant amount a decent amount people. but you're only you're only looking for like a one ounce shot like yeah you don't really need a whole lot maybe oh, five that's it. yeah you don't need would a you, lot. would you okay, take I'll, that daily or is that like a once a week can. thing you can daily. Some people do it daily. Some people, I'm sure that probably does it daily because it's people that do it are religious about it and love it. I was okay. doing it daily and I just kind of fell off. So yeah. does that have like cannabinoids and shit in it? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of antioxidants and it's not wow. the same. It's a super healthy for you, but it's in a different way. Yeah. This plant is absolutely amazing and healthy in so many ways. It's the first time I've guess. ever heard of this. Yeah, different ways you ingest it will give you different effects, or you know, medically. I just gave all my fan leaves to my guinea pigs. They love them. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, healthy. they're nice and healthy. <laughs> they get squeaking when they see me cutting them. They're like, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they get happy. I just saw uh, uh, earlier today was around some outdoor plants, and there was a dog there, and this little puppy went and picked up a fan leaf off the ground and started chewing on it, like out of everything else that was there. We're like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I, my, my, I'll eat them right off my plant. I, I like them. Mm -hmm. I don't eat big fan leaves. I'll eat the little ones that got the sugar on them. Like they're nice and... Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to dip mine. I'm going to have to you dip eat, mine in ranch, though. You eat the dip? Yeah. I mean, you eat the stem, too? <laughs> uh, Yeah. The whole nine yards, just the whole yeah. family, boop, where it can yep. attaches. Wow. Yep. I feel like Damn. the stem would be gross, especially it's, the thick ones. 
Oh, I don't need the thick stems. Only oh, okay. Stems. Yeah. Now, what about somebody that grows using salts, like synthetic nutrients? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend. Straight to cancer. I wouldn't even recommend. <laughs> it just, it just goes around everything. There's not medicine at all. Right. Uh, Damn. I start eating at McDonald's. <laughs> I'm going to start getting, uh, I'm going to go get go. me a juicer and start juicing on my fan leaves. Yeah, man. Be like, yeah, yo, you juicing? Yeah, I'm juicing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The few times that I've had it, it was like a shot of coffee, like a like an energy boost. You know? Oh shit! Yeah. All right, now I'm I wonder, interested. I wonder if the plants would like it, like if you watered it in. Probably. I wouldn't see why not. Isn't that like a vampire type situation going on? <laughs> like like feeds like yeah. I mean, in veg anyway, it'd probably be good. Know, it's feeding itself. Similar to the the um, JLF. Essentially, just not fermented. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. I water my I water my plants with my hash water. Mm. After yeah. I, after I run my hash, I use that while I water all my. You plants. got that? You got that fire soil, man. That's what it is. <laughs> you got that fire. You reuse it. You keep using it over and over again and adding to it. No, no, oh, damn. I was gonna say, man, that's some magic soil right there. <laughs> no, I don't have a big enough space. Yeah. So if I had like a fifty gallon like thing where I could fill with soil and make yeah. that regenerative i would that's what i would love to be regenerative that's my end yeah, goal space. i just don't have the space now yeah well, you know it, it'll come it'll come i just do organic now as clean as yeah. i can that's all you can do man that's cool very cool do you do any of the like korean natural methods or the jadam or any of that like fermented feeds no i need to i've got the books i just haven't dipped into them all the way yet I think it's something you got to kind of get your head into. Of course, yeah. okay, Calyx was just like, just start, just like pick a thing and just start some small with something, you know, but I get in this space where I'm like, I got to know the book before I go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's super smart with the stuff. I learned a lot from him. I watch his page a lot just to learn from him. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's got all sorts of good info on him. He really yeah, does. He really does. He shares a lot of good stuff. Uh, who else is going to send you chicken shit in the mail? Right, <laughs> that guy. It's awesome. <laughs> you gonna pop any of those beans ready or what? Yeah, yeah the Hong Kong bluey. Yep, for sure. Hong Kong bluey. Yeah. That one. Yep. There's yeah. a bunch there. I mean, the uh, the one with blueberry fry bread in it sounds. Like, I need to like send him a message and ask him like, how the fuck did you name these? You just taste like, ooh, that one tastes like fry bread. So that's what we'll call that. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but I know he had a method to his madness. There were like twelve blueberries in this cross that he was working on. I just don't know, like, kind of which is which. Yeah, it's just a, it's like a galactic array of blueberries. This is this is the one I'm excited to run. I don't, you can't read, can't it, read it, but it's uh, it's blueberry breath number six times Bluetooth. Nice. That yeah. sounds good. Sounds fun. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. Yeah, so definitely curious about that. And then the one non-blueberry one was that lime, limey kush. Limey, yeah. About, like lime stuff. Yeah. I like lime stuff too. I might have to run some lime stuff. Mm. I've got, I don't even know, probably well over 100 different strains now. Nice. It's, it's, it's really hard picking <laughs> strains. <laughs> Every time I open my box, I'm just like, man, there's just too much. Too much too much here that's, that's how good. i feel i have that's a problem with buying seeds yeah i i did have that problem i've i've, I've gotten that under control now 
<laughs> I've been, I'm going to like Alabrihe kick right now as far as what I'm going to run next, I think. Because uh, as far as all this stuff I've been looking at, like he's, aside from Thor, maybe he's one of the most consistent with size. You know? Yeah. Like plants have got like a good size to him. But yeah, I'm looking forward to trying some of those. But there's a bunch. Of course, also the Outcast grow along. That'll be fun. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah I got to do some autos. I don't even know what I got. Oh, yeah. Do some autos, dude. Here's your here's your reminder. Do some autos. Yeah. <laughs> Wintertime. I usually do those in the winter. Like I said, oh, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. always running photos, but wintertime is nice. To, I, I do a tent full of autos. Oh, yeah. Squeeze yeah. a little bit more yeah. of those when I do photos. Hell I yeah. found here and there, if you can get a good like mold resistant strain and you got a place where you can put an auto in the ground, like straight in the ground, they do really well. Like the yeah. ones that do well do really well. Yeah. Well, nice. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what I learned this year. I'm not doing the uh I'm not doing the uh, transplant next year. I'm gonna go directly to in, in the soil with the autos out there and I'm gonna do a whole line of them. Just do 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 and just see what happens. Cool. Fun. Just leave them alone and let them go to town. And if I lose a couple along the way, I lose a couple, you know, because uh, this year, man, nope, <laughs> did, did the transplant and they, I mean, they're, they're doing great. They're wonderful, but they're very short and they didn't side branch at all. None. So yeah, I'm definitely, are I'll try again next year. See are, how they, it goes. are all of them in flower now? Yeah, they're all in flower. Yeah. yeah. Just got pom-poms where the branches should be. I like auto. It just makes me really sad when I find one that I really like because I'm like, oh, well, that was and nice. There it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, that was nice. That's why I've been spot pollinating everything lately. I'm like, I like that one. Ooh, hit it. Like, hit one of the branches hit with pollen. Like, try to keep something of it, you know? Yeah. But then, yeah, I end up with too many jars of random crosses. I'm losing track of the acronyms. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like, where did you come from? T-L-X-W-M. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been my solution to that panic of like losing that, of one that looks really good. is just pollinating one of the branches. And I get the occasional stray beaner on the other branches, you know, but mostly it's been out pretty good. You can get little shots of like 100 seeds, you know, from each of these crosses. Them stray beaners. Yep. Yeah, my whole my tent right now is fucked, man. I had a, a herm slip in there, and he was sneaky. He had a they didn't produce any balls. It was just a flower and spit pollen all over my tent. Uh, like I oh found man. the flower, and it was like in the middle of the bud. I, I was like, "What the fuck? How did what the shit?" Because I looked at the leaf, and I saw a little bit of pollen on the leaf, and I was like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" So once I inspected, it was like in the center of the bud. Damn. Oh, go figure. Yeah, I found three three different ones that, and now like I look at my tent, they're all everything seated. I'm like, you son of a bitch, son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, bastard. That's the worst. I mean, I use it for medicine, so it's not that big of a deal. But if I was, it's the principle of it. Yeah, the principle is I. It's going to produce less THC now because it's going to produce the seeds. So like, I'm not going to get as strong of a plant. Kind of pisses me off. But yeah, you didn't learn though. Yeah. I've heard some I people mean, say seeded weed has like different, more like um, sedative qualities to it. Seeded weed. Yeah. Huh. You ever heard that or experienced that? No. No, that's, that works though, because I'm using it for medicine and I like my medicine to be sedative. So, mm. 
I I mean, I, I noticed it once, but I don't know if it was just an objective, you know, assessment of it on my part. Um, but it was a cos the cosmic apprentice that I had started this strain with that I'm messing around with. And um, I smoked some of the seated bud and it was like extremely just lay down, you know, just super sleepy right away. And uh, I also had um, jet fuel, which is like a motivational strain that I had accidentally seeded some of those plants. And that had a definite drop off. It was like if I smoked the seeded bud, it would be, uh, you know, motivational for like an hour and then it would drop right into sedative after that. So it's just kind of weird. I don't know if that changes the makeup, you know. That I mean, it could. That's quite possible. It's interesting. Well, I know. I know it does not produce as much THC because it's producing towards the seeds. You know what I sure. mean? I, I get that. Right. You could test this out. Get you a real thin, thin leaf and knock it up and see if it brings it down at all. Right up. Yeah. that'd be a way to test it <laughs> man i wish that had worked out but i actually grew some of those seeds and it was a it was just a bad genetic cross you know every plant yeah. was like eight inches tall and like 12 inches wide they were like little juniper bushes i mean it was cute but not yeah. you know <laughs> when somebody or something i've had some like that i'm like oh this is gonna be an awesome cross and i'm like what the fuck is this Christmas tree, the like Charlie Brown Christmas tree looking plant. <laughs> Heaven, oh my God. Okay, those do not blend well. <laughs> it is like, I and mean, that's what I was saying about breeding. I, I found that it seems to be a real crapshoot. I don't know, there's no master grower or master breeder anywhere because you can guess and you can kind of pinpoint, but it's really a crapshoot. Yeah. You don't know, you don't know until you do it. You yeah. know, some terpenes go really well together, and I found some really don't go together at all <laughs> you just know right then you get that a whiff yeah <laughs> so i've i've i mean in my experience i've i've seen i feel like i've gotten more of a terpenes from the male and i don't know maybe it's just a couple of crosses I've, I've went through but my male has left a, a definite terpene imprint on the female from the, wow. the stem rubs yeah what do you get off a of stem rub on that, or what did you on that big male that you were talking about? It was skunky. Oh yeah, okay. Very skunky. Yeah, very. It was a real skunky, old skunky that I've been hunting for in a female form, and I was pissed off. It was a fucking male. I used so much. Come on, don't do this to me. Uh -huh. Like seventy seeds. I'm running out of seeds. You've got to work. I don't. There. I can't go back to the nineties and get more seeds, man. These are gone. They're gone. Uh, are that, there... skunk, that skunk seems to be what everybody's trying to find now. Yeah. Yeah, and I've only got a handful left from back then. I mean, I bought some of the Vienna skies to see what he's got. Apparently, everyone says he's got skunk, so I bought some just because I like skunk. So, but I'm gonna go through mine first and see what happens. Maybe I'll grow his. I'll, nice. I'll work his. I'll work his into the mix just because I want skunk, and I haven't been able to find it myself. I like how uh, Skunk VA put it on another show. He was saying, like, if you live in North America, you smell the skunk. You know what a skunk smells like. Does your weed smell that way? No, then it's not skunk. Yep, exactly. <laughs> kind of like yep. Like it can be skunk e, but everybody at least in North America knows what a skunk smells like. Mm -hmm. yeah, real, real skunk smells kind like of a unmistakable. skunk. Yeah. I think it's yeah. funny that 
people are hunting for is so hard because like you know how come we're not hunting for jackfruit terps you know or whatever like what really made the skunk stand out i think it might just it might be partially a there's that buzz that buzz that buzz was unreal just the buzz from it yeah oh man i just that was my favorite go-to i used to get so stoned off of that bright green skunk weed oh bright green I missed that stuff. <laughs> I used to no, get brick, bricks of it. It was brick weed. So it was you what might... people would see as garbage, but it was some of my most favorite weed to this day. That brick weed was my favorite. That's how they smuggled it here. The plant was amazing. You might be interested in, uh, I don't know if you had seen the um, uh, Dominion Seed Company, Duke Diamond. They, yes. The, the local skunk that has a skelly hash plant and skunk one in it. No, I've seen their seeds. I don't have. I don't think I have any of theirs. Actually, I might have to look through my seeds. That might be one that you're really interested in. Like, I think that's his personal kind of recreation of something skunky. We'll put it. Yeah, that way. he has something yeah. similar. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping I will find some of my seeds. If not, uh, well, I'm hoping that I open something up with this Northern Lights because that's from the same time period. So I'm hoping I'll get some of that at least haziness into it yeah i was going to ask you when you mentioned gas earlier uh everybody says gas but like if we kind of break it down do you ever is there like <laughs> is there a rubber in your gas <laughs> yeah like yeah 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 cool okay rubber. something for me yeah, too it's like eraser a little bit almost yeah yeah the eraser terps because i don't know if i've had when it, i was thinking about this the other day though everybody says gas but i don't know if i've ever come across something that is like gas because gasoline when you're at a gas pump is also a very uh, particular yeah. astringent I mean, you know that's a good that's a good question i wonder why they call it gas because <laughs> like it's close to that yeah yeah well, i smelled some stuff that smelled almost petrol so i could yeah. get what you could come up with it smelled almost like a petrol Sure. Pretty fucking gross. It tasted good, but oh, it smells horrendous. Smells, yeah. So you might know, since you're a New York guy, that, like I've heard that uh, from some people that diesel comes from the name of the effect, similar to AK-47. That, yeah. that was like, that, like getting yeah. hit by a diesel truck. So it wasn't really about like the smell profile. No, not at all. And the sour comes from people were pissed off how much they were charging for it. The dude brought it <laughs> selling it for so much, so they called it sour diesel because everyone was pissed off. And then the diesel part was, like you said, it, it's so strong. It's so good. I yes. bought it from then and I lost it. I was I was livid, absolutely livid. And then I couldn't find it again. Like it's, it's a rare plant to come across. So there's been a shitload of knockoff sour diesels because I've been having people tell me this is sour diesel for years, you know, even. Oh, yeah. even just oh, yeah. I've got but, seeds of sour diesel that are from old timers that were, it is that plant that they pollinated. So like I have, I have seeds, I have it, but. That's cool. The That sour diesel, the actual clone actually herms too. There's a really herm problem with that plant. <laughs> hmm. uh, believe it or not, which I find seems to happen once in a while like this the term i got now like i'm smelling it i'm like oh i can't get rid of you you smell too good now son of a bitch it's one of the, like funky funky i'm like oh that's got a real funk to it i better keep that one yeah you find yourself keeping everything after a while when you get, like, when, you get a, when you get a herm that you want to keep do you just stay on top of it and just pluck the nanners while they're coming out yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I, what I've been told, Love in Her Eyes told me if you clone it, sometimes it gets rid of that Herm trait. Uh, now, I don't know how to do that. Um, I'm going to find out because I cloned this one Herm, so we'll see if it Herms again on me. Uh, I don't know how true that is, but I've heard, I've actually heard that from multiple people, not just her. Other, other people have told me that when you clone it, sometimes it gets rid of that, that Herm trait. Interesting. I, I don't yeah. know. Um, and this is a feminized plant. It's two crosses. So I've, from what, everything I've read, um, when you do feminize seeds, you're supposed to hit it back to itself, not to another plant, because then you're taking the chance of the hermaphrodite coming out even more. You're taking a chance even doing it against itself, but there's better odds of it not herming when you're using it on itself than against another female. I don't so, know how true it is either, but that's what I've read books. On, it, on itself as in another clone of itself or literally the same cut? Yeah, or a clone of itself. Either way, okay. like reverse it and then hit it, hit it with itself. So it's the same genetic plant. Right. Right, as opposed to reversing pollen and then hitting something else. Yeah, yeah, put it on a different female plant oh, yeah. to get female pollen, which is what I think happened with this one because it's, uh, it's a star dog crossed with Wookiees. Hmm. So I don't know if it was a female, one female pollen on another female plant. or I don't know. If, if it's going to hurt them, I'd definitely do it to it because I, I abuse the shit out of every plant that I do. I fuck with the light cycles. I try to make sure to see. I mean, I like to know if I'm going to breed or something, I want to make sure the genetics are stable. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And that takes a while. It takes at least a few runs to try different things. And Oh yeah. I tried to herm my cane and she didn't, she didn't herm. I've hermed everything else. I hermed my CBD that I didn't even think was a herm. <laughs> but I managed to make it herm itself. I was like, oh shit. This isn't supposed to harm. I've been you for like three and a half years, and you've never harmed. But I got into harm. I couldn't get the Ophelia cane, so I think I'm pretty good with. I think my genetics are solid now. Do you do manual? Huh? Do you do manual stress too? Like, do you snap or like pull some of the roots up or like fuck with the plant or? Do you oh do yeah, high heat. I'll, or... pull it, I'll pull it right out and put it back in the ground. Uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I eating them i've left them in the cold Ophelia cane does not like the cold that's what i've come across she can handle heat she cannot handle the cold hmm. that's really the only thing that's hurt this plant is the cold i mean it sat out in 100 degree two years ago it was 104 105 and it was praying huh. uh, all the plants were dying and drooping and the Ophelia wow. cane just raising for the sky i was like what the shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's wild what the different plants do. Yep, for sure. That's cool, man. Well, that's yeah. good, man. You got plenty of projects, that's for sure. And I can't yeah, wait. I cannot wait to run your gear. I got two other projects I really need to start working on. That the super sativa one, I really need to start working because big green guy's ready. He's bidding at the champ there. He's yeah, ready yeah. breeding yeah. with it, so I better get moving. Yeah, he's chomping at the bit. Yeah. <laughs> I like and then another one, the other one I got. I don't know if I'm going to work the project. I'm going to have to see how it works i, I did one what did I, what I called it it's really it's good green guy's already bred with it and he's got good results but i just i haven't decided whether i want to pursue that project further 
because that's got some of the more recent strains. It's got an in-house process to it, kind of like what my other one is, where I'm trying to move away from the more recent genetics and try and work some of my older bag seed, maybe. And bring that old world shit back. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, trying to. Uh, I'd like to. Yeah, we put out that call in the Discord, like for people to, uh, you know, go ask your your old buddies or your uncle's buddies or that dude down the street, the retired guy who might have a bag, like ask, you know, ask people for old seed. Because yeah, I, think I, I always kept seed because I've been fascinated by this plant since I was like 11, 12, probably. I was a kid. Nice. I, I grew it before I smoked it. I was I just, I've just been fascinated by the plant my whole life. So, Growing up, when I was in high school, whenever I'd get a good bag of weed, like, wow, that was really good. There was a seed in that. I'm like, keep that, you know, mm -hmm. or like, this weed's really good. I'll keep some seeds from this because there was always seeds in the weed back then. You know, very rarely. I mean, the skunk didn't have very many seeds. So I think that's why people have a hard time hunting that now is there wasn't a whole lot of seeds when it was around. Probably right, yeah. Yeah, I got a few left. I I got a handful. I'm hoping I find something in there. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I got, if I got Vienna Blue Skies, I mean, he's everybody's verified. He's got something. So I just missed that old school skunky high. The high was different. Hmm. Oh yeah. I don't care if it was only twelve percent THC. It got me higher than the thirty percent shit they got now. Yeah. That. That devil's tit you were talking about, Blackwater, that's like 14% supposed to lay people on the ground. Yeah, I want yeah. that so bad. Yeah. I'm putting that out there again if anyone... Percentage has no devil's tit. Devil's tit. Yeah, it's terpenes. Terpenes, are, that's where mm. that has mm. nothing to do with the THC percentage. I mean, yeah, THC gets you high, but it's the terpenes that give the effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, uh, take us back a little bit. What was your first uh time growing like when you said you grew it before you smoked it what was the first grow like and then what was the first time you smoked like it was horrible it was a male plant i didn't know the difference yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't get high the first time i smoked it <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it was a weed right so like it, it grew for me and i learned it but the first one uh, i smoked was a male i didn't know the difference uh and then, you know, found some older kids to kind of give me the rundown. Like, no, 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 that's a male producer pollen. Do you want to look for this one? <laughs> so, but I've always just been fascinated with the plant. Like, I've always had so many different plants and they do different things. And I've had ones that have been different colors, like half one color, half another. Like, I've just been fascinated. I've never grown any other plant that's fascinated me like this. So, even before I use it as medicine, I, was fascinated with it you know and it was just a super huge bonus that it cured my cancer <laughs> yeah hell yeah right. that's one hell of a bonus dude it's powerful got that right i had to take a like a nine ten year break because i got in trouble with the feds so i wasn't able to smoke or do anything for quite some time so there's a break in my seeds there's quite a like a mm. 10 year period but i didn't have seeds from about 2009 <laughs> 2019. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> In that time, you got some great old stuff. <laughs> yeah, it'll be I fun to see so. what you find. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, if nothing else, I'll just open up what I got and 
triangle. I mean, F2 is really where I, I seem to find a lot of genetics. The unicorns. Yeah, I feel like that's where the, both lines seem to represent themselves the, the best, in my opinion, at least. I don't know. My experience, but, I'm not experienced. Like I said, I've only been intentionally doing it for four years, five years. That's, I mean, that's enough. Yeah, um, like my yeah, mom that's, that's, years yeah. back, you know, like, oh, that's good. I'm going to do that, but I didn't do it intentionally. Like now I'm thinking terpene profiles. Yeah. So, so when you say of, you, you like the F2s, how do you get yourself to an F2? I know, like, obvious, but I mean, what do you select, like, in the F1s? If you're like, I'm going to go with these because I know it'll open up in F2, is there a certain kind of trait or thing that you look for in the F1s to go for that? Depends if we're talking about the male or female. Mm. Um, male, I look for structure, uh, stem rub. I also will look. I want him to grow a lot of balls and to hold his pollen for as long as he can. I want that dude to hold his nut. Mm -hmm. um, that's that, that's just what I look for. It's what I've heard is best. Right so on. I look for like the biggest sacks and the longest that he holds the pollen. Um, females, I always look for the unique one. Obviously, you can't always get that, but I mean, if you're only popping a 10-pack, I usually just go for the best-looking of the two and then go from there, you know, make a couple thousand seeds and then you can really search, search, but. Right. But you're going for the best of, and then you're looking, then you're hunting a little more in the F2s. Oh yeah. Once I get into the F2s, I search, you know, three, four, 500 plants. I go through a, a, oh, a good uh, amount. That's I, awesome. And it's really not enough, but at $200 mm -hmm. a pack, it's not like I can go buy a hundred seeds, you know what I mean? Just hunt. It's, right. Yeah. Not, you know. So you just do solo cups then? You do like a little grid and you just look for traits at that smaller scale? Yeah. Yeah, and I'll push them in and I look at the structure and then I, I always flower everything out. And I, I always keep it. I run it more than once because uh, you can, I, I, in my opinion, you can't tell until it's chopped, harvested, and smoked. Sure. You know, and, and, and that's not always even for sure because if your environment changes, then everything could change and you could get a different terpene profile. Cause like I've got plants I've been running three or four times, but I get different terpene profiles. So it's slightly different, you know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, outside than inside, or, you know, I change their schedule a little bit and I run them a little bit longer. They change just, just a little bit. So I like to run my stuff two or three times before I move on. Cause I like to blast it, wash it, smoke it. I like to see how it performs all the way around and if it's worth keeping. Yeah, you need to, you need to see that final product and the, get those results, you know? Yeah. Before you trash something. I, yeah. I just now got into doing keeping clones ahead of time so that if I like the smoke, I have the clone. And that's <laughs> a whole different, it's like kind of stretching my brain a little bit. I'm like, oh, like my little dome is getting full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's nice. It's nice. See, that's what I always, I'll, I'll keep a couple of clones and I'll flower it and then I'll smoke it. Like, oh, that was good. So I'll run another clone and then, oh, that was good. And then like the last clone is like, do I want to keep this or am I going to just run this and, and be done with it? So I like to run them a few times and process them a few different ways to see how it, because not all of them process the same way either. I've gotten some to produce really good hash 
And then I've got something that looked really good that didn't wash for shit. I have a Mac that uh, Love in Her Eyes gifted me. It was a she gives me is a clone that she sent me. Um, beautiful plant, lemon terps all the way. Like she's probably one of the reasons I'm still alive right now. I need to reach out to her if she ever listens to this. Thank you. Shout out, Love in Her Eyes. Yeah, yeah, she makes some good strains. But uh, she sent me a Mac that's a lemon tripping. She asked me what tripping profile I wanted. And I was like, I'm looking for lemon for my medicine. She sent me a clone. It's, it's lemon. So I was like, holy shit, you just saved me like years of work. I was like, holy fuck, I owe you so much. Uh, but I've been growing it and I grew it out and washed it. And it was fucking horrible. It does not wash for shit. It looks great. But and I got like a gram of hash. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I maybe water soluble. I don't know. Like, I don't know enough of the plant. I'm still learning every day. I try to learn more. Uh, nice. I got to say too, like, I love how you're just like looking in the direction of the terps. And I haven't heard you say a whole bunch of like the sherb this or the gelato that or the names of the strains, but you're like, I need a lemon. I need a grapefruit. You mm-hmm. know, I need some gas. Like, I like yeah. that. I like how you're thinking about that. It's cool. It really kind of opens it up. It, takes you away from the, what the commercial names kind of do to your thinking, you know? Yeah. Well, and I also look at the plant as medicine and the terpenes are the medicine of the plant. Oh yeah. I'm always looking for as many and as wide variety of terpenes as I can find. Like I said, uh, my last batch of RSO has got about 13 strains in it. Wow. Knocking in the face. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> me, but the normal person would probably, yeah. well, maybe not, because it's half CBD, half THC, so it may not be as potent. Just, you know what I mean? Because when you take CBD with THC, it, it will counterbalance. Um, I learned that doing competitions, I would judge dabs, and I started to get super high. And this one guy was like, oh, just do a dab of CBD. I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, sober you right up. I did a dab of CBD, and I was like, holy shit, that worked. I was, like, well, yeah. I was like, that's the trick. Uh, let's judge everything we got. <laughs> that's funny. Man, so that's it probably funny. would give me higher if there wasn't CBD in it, but I, I have it in there. So I heard an old head say this too, and I now I can't remember who it was, but that they used to keep around joints of hemp to reset from getting too high. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it really does. It it, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I like starting my day with a dab of CBD. Uh, there's a really good company here called Become, I think. They only sell one kind. And it's like this lemon. It tastes like a lemon drop. It's, wow. it's like the perfect way to start the day because you don't get all stoned. It's like a super clear head. You're just like, oh, wow. All right, let's go. It's, you know, I wouldn't mind doing one run of just CBD one time. Yeah, you should. See, I might do a, this. Great yeah, point. I the most I always run CBD. I've been running. I didn't when I first moved here, and then like the more I well, yeah, I did. I but I only ran one plant. Now yeah. I'm a lot of them. What genetics but, are you running for CBD? Um, I got one called a Mary Number Five, which was a clone that was gifted to me when I moved here four years ago. Um, it's just really piney, and then I have a Blue Dream growing. But it smells like hemp. It doesn't smell like a blue dream. Um, it's from a company here in Colorado called CBD 
depot, I believe. I don't um, even know where to start to look for like CBD yeah. genetics. Yeah, that's I really, I, I found this. I want to say it's, I have to look it up and see what it is. It was a website that I bought. I bought some CBD because I was low. I didn't have any in my cycle. So I actually had to source out CBD. So I looked for like an organic ingrown company. I tried to find a place local and it was like this Colorado breeding depot. I was like, cool. So I ordered from them and then it got shipped from Florida. <laughs> I, like, figure. Uh, I think, um, <laughs> my local people, the fuckers. <laughs> Um, you gonna say main girl Blackwater? Yeah, I was gonna say main girl. Yeah, main girl. Uh, I was also thinking about uh, Gashheim. Gashheim. Yep. Gashheim. Gashheim's got yeah, a fifty-fifty. Yep. So I got seeds from them, but yeah, honestly, I wouldn't know where to look for. Well, main girl grows Howling Farms. She grows CBD for her patients uh, right. as well as well as THC. I people ask me about that Charlotte's Web. And trying to find that is impossible. I think they locked that out of the market because I, I don't know. I can't find it. Hmm. It's too good. Harlequin's another. Well, and I think there's some about a copyright or something on that too. Like, because that's what got CBD legalized. So they really locked that one down for some reason. It's just, just really hard. I had somebody ask about getting a, a strain or a clone, and I can't find can't find it i did find seeds but again it's like that sour diesel like how do you know they're real they could just be s1 or they named it that or well, i'll tell you what let's ask yeah. us, you know if anybody out there uh knows a good terpy cbd strain shoot us a dm and we'll share it with grow the cure here oh yeah absolutely yeah. i'm on yeah i just started looking for more cbd and <clears throat> like i don't know like there's not a whole lot of I'll be doing a lot of breeding of that I'll tell you that because I can't find any. <laughs> I, I, start I, making my goddamn own. I did. What did I cross? I did a CBD cross. I can't remember. I'll have to look them up. I did do one. I did a couple one-on-one crosses as well. I have some seeds from a Michigan company called Cherry Citrus CBD. It's a photo period. It says fifteen to one on the pack, so it's like prominent, predominantly CBD. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my, that's the only one I have. The the one I have growing that was gifted to me is a 20, 25 to one, and it's it's super piney, resiny, like it's insane. I want to make some concentrates with it. I haven't done that yet. I usually make CBD oil and I make ointments and an RSO. Using the whole plant, love it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have oh, a yeah. sap. I make a salve. I ended up making it. I started making it for my grandfather and myself because I have arthritis in my back. So I've fine-tuned this salve. It took me about three years to fine-tune the recipe, but I've learned how to get it like deep-tissued. And uh, Big Green Guy's a junkie. He loves that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it works. But I've got like, I want to say like nine different essential oils into it. Um, and I have CBD and THC, uh, and then multiple different oils that are in, infused with both. Um, I found that the grapeseed oils, I'll give my information away. I'm not I'm not like these other community people. I will share my genetics and information with everybody and anybody. Right on. Um, but grapeseed oil, I found that if you infuse that, that does deep tissue. It gets below the skin. 
unlike like um, coconut oil, if you infuse that, it's great for a salve, but it doesn't get deep tissue. Uh, apparently, grapeseed oil does. So hmm. huh, cool. Nice. Give it away. Yeah. That sucks. Now everyone knows my secret. They <laughs> 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 don't have the strains. I put in like, you know, oh, 10, yeah. 12 different strains into it as well. So it's. Yeah. That's I cool, try, man. Try to make uh, it good. One of our friends, uh, I don't know, you might know her, uh, barely growing. She makes some salves and uh, I have a little tin of it right in this closet behind me. That's what I put on like my joints and stuff. And it works. It works wonders. Yeah, it's such awesome. I just can't make it. I haven't figured out how to make it last long. But I <laughs> yeah. also I've tried every product on the market and they all last as long as mine does. So I know I'm not missing anything out there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't bought like a CBD salve for a few years because the ones I was trying to get just didn't really do anything. I think the do- the dosage, this must just be like a capitalism thing, that the dosage is way lower than it should be. Like, oh, absolutely. To use CBD medicinally, that's what I have some friends that ask me about this once in a while. I'm like, you really got to take like two, 3,000 milligrams at a shot, like treat pain and that kind of shit, you know? Yeah, I make mine yeah. as strong as I possibly can. I don't know how strong it is, but uh, I mean, I barely cover the water with the oil, make it as strong as I can. And then I add yeah. the, the, the call it? lechen, sunflower lechen, so that it pulls out more of the fats from the cannabis yeah and then good pointer if you see like a thousand milligram bottle where the whole bottle is a thousand milligrams of like some full spectrum cbd it's like 60 bucks you know or or whatever it costs but it's it's your your dose should be that whole bottle and that's just not tenable for people you know no and that's why i started growing it like i said i was taking the three thousand milligram bottles through my cancer treatment and i was buying it and it was 150 dollars a bottle and I was going through like one or two of those a month. Like it just wasn't yeah. feasible. So now I grow it and I don't know the strength, but I guarantee it's a lot stronger than what I was paying for. For sure. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, someday I'll have it tested. It's probably four or 5,000 milligrams is what it, I've read online is what it would be. Depending on a percentage of my CBD, but I, I'm sure my CBD is probably 18 to 20%. It's pretty high. Cool. Cool. Now, are you of the opinion that isolates are trash or that like it's okay if that's what you can get? It's not medicine. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Not CBD. Yeah. Is not you need, I, you need the full spectrum for it to actually do anything. I yeah. Mean, isolates just the CBD. It's yeah. I don't, so it's I don't, not, really, not really doing what it's supposed to do. No. Yeah. No, it's isolated that out. I've taken like uh, I got a jar of isolate once that lasted me quite a while, but uh, I was taking it for some pain that I was having. And yeah, it just didn't, you know, I would load up full capsules of it and take a bunch of them and it just didn't really hit it. It just made me sleepy, but it didn't actually hit the pain at all, you know? Yeah, because you need that the full spectrum to actually get everything working on all the receptors. You know, it was only hitting probably one receptor instead of the ones that all the ones it needs to hit. Yeah, you're not getting the whole nine yards either. No, and then I heard this horror story recently that like a lot of the CBD that's coming over from China is coming from hemp crops that the government is planting to pull toxins out of the soil. So they're planting industrial hemp to clean their soil, and then shipping that off to be processed into CBD to send the states. Oh yeah, they always send us their shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> they play the long game. They got our number, man. We're, we're too we're too much about money, and they're just like they're just. Yeah. Topic. <laughs> so like, I guess the salient point is don't get your CBD from the gas station or like nope. check out at the grocery store. No, you know? Not at all. Buy local. Make sure you know where you're getting it from if you can. 100%. That's why I don't even trust the dispensaries with Bud. I, I, I grow my own. Yeah. And they're like, oh, everything's tested. Yeah, but, you know, mm-hmm. the right amount of money greases all the right palms to get shit passed. So that's the truth. Is it, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <And> was, <laughs> it keeps popping up in the news here and there. It keeps happening in Florida. It just happened. Here it happened. They busted, like, one of the good places here got busted big time. And they were passing, passing mold things for them. And there wasn't really. Supposed wow. to be used. Yeah. Mm-mm. Plus, then with remediation, you know, like you're still getting all the just dead mold cells. You're getting the aflatoxins and all the shit that's left behind. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. in New York, they don't even test for the mold. Like I saw my buddy sent me something about what they're doing there. I was like, well, I won't be buying any flour there. But apparently, they don't even test for mold or toxins. Like it. So I was like, what the fuck? So now just California sending all this shit to New York to sell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you might have just hit the nail on the head oh, I know that's what's happening I was up there last year and saw it firsthand. it's all the California shit that failed went to New York and they're able to sell it freely in the market because they don't have Man. to test and then they're going to blame it like, gee it's not good everyone's getting sick from this see marijuana is really bad for you and it's like no you're selling fucking bullshit product and poison if you're poisoning people yeah. <laughs> Uh, at least that's what I see the whole I see them being like oh see it's, it's really bad for you I'm like well yeah it's because you let mold and poison into the product yeah yeah or you're ripping carts you know cheap carts that who knows what's in there yeah Lord knows what's in them yeah yeah dangerous yeah I don't I don't trust anyone really <laughs> right yeah that's why you gotta grow your own you got to man got yeah. to Plus, like we've said before, you've if you, if you've never grown your own, like you've never smoked weed as good as the first time you grow at home, even if it sucks. Oh yeah, it's it's first, yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I did this. Yeah, this is one they didn't get tumbled, and you know, because sometimes they tumble the weed to get all the keef off, and then they brush that on and sell. That's what they call beasters, but they they run it through like a tumbler so that they can get all the keef, so they get as much off the plant as they can. Where when you grow it at home, that's it's just raw. It hasn't been smashed in baggies and lost any of its THC or trichomes. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, man. Well, hey, thank you for spending some time with us. This has been awesome. Yeah, this has been great, man. Great talk. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. you thank you awesome. for all the uh, thank you for all the inspirational uh, uh, posts over the years on my Instagram feed. I appreciate it. He's always posting something good. Try to keep it positive. And then yeah, nice. they, they get mad at me about plants. So I have to put other stuff up there. That's <laughs> good, man. It's yeah. good. Just flagged all my, they don't flag my videos. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. It's, so it's weird. Yeah, I'm it's just going to find thing. a bunch of funny Mark Zuckerberg pictures I can and put right. that. As, I noticed if I put that as a first pick, they didn't flag those all my right. pictures. So I was like, all right. <laughs> that's about right. Stupid picture, and then I can follow it with all my plants. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, 
You're right. Are you in uh are you in on in Discord at all or are you um just mainly Instagram? Mainly Instagram. I mainly should Instagram. I should join Discord. I've been asked. It's, I You should. You should. We'll send fun. you an invite. We'll send you an invite to ours. Yeah. Uh, get you get your foot in the door. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> a lot of fun over there, it really is. And uh, I think a lot of people would love to uh uh, hear what you have more to say and post pictures maybe of your RSO process, man. I know a lot of people would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your IG handle? Uh, it's grow the cure number four cancer. Cool. So it's awesome. grow the cure for cancer, but it's number four. They wouldn't let me spell it out. So yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're not supposed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, they can't say the cure word. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just beer. All the government can hold a patent on it, but we can't say it. Get Mm -hmm. the fuck out of here! (laughs) They've been researching this plant for twenty five years in Israel, and they say, "Oh, we Mm -hmm. need to research it more." Sure, you do. You know everything there is to know about it. You just ain't sharing it with us. Uh huh. (laughs) I think that's a great way to wrap it up. We just tell them get the fuck out of here. Yeah, damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, man, it's been awesome with you guys. Yeah, Hell man. Yeah. Congratulations on saving your own life, man. I mean, that's that's fucking awesome. Thank you. Hopefully, I'm still here next year. Tell it again. Six Damn more right, months. Man. The five-year mark. Uh, I'm beating the odds. Less than 10% make it to five years from what I had. So, Damn. I'm Hell yeah. to squeak through that percentage real quick. Damn <laughs> right, awesome, brother. Dude. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Oh, I should say, too, like, is there anybody else uh, um, that you want to give a shout-out to or... Or give some props to uh, before you go. Oh, jeez, I'm gonna pull up, man. You caught me off guard on that one. Oh, <laughs> put you on the spot. Maybe a big green guy. Uh, there's the the grow doctors. He's a good dude. He's here in in Denver. He's always he's like big green guy. He's a really good dude. He's all about the plant. Um, cool. Yeah, I don't even know. Loving her eyes. Always. Her eyes. Yeah, she's she's helped keep me alive. That lady's amazing. Thank you for listening to Crafting Cannabis. Follow us on Instagram at Crafting Cannabis Podcast or visit our website at craftingcannabispodcast.com.